Patriots Unfiltered is brought to you by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Great memories are made in Massachusetts no matter how you choose to make them. Indoors or outdoors, scenic views or city vibes, solo or family style, whatever moves you, whatever the season, plan your perfect Massachusetts getaway at visitma.com. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Little Jimmy Sullivan. I remember I, there was a quarterback controversy in Pop Warner. <laughs> he did say and Pop he, Warner. He beat out Jimmy Sullivan. That was a really awkward answer. Mac has 79 and an eighth, so he's in the 90th so percentile. So long. Mac, Mac, God, God bless him. Uh, nothing related to the Patriots? Like, it was just crazy. SMH. No. Right. <laughs> what are you shaking like, your it head It says at? here, just tell us who the starter is. <laughs> what does it mean? Evan was funny because... Evan uh, was mad. Before the game, uh, you know, the fog is starting yeah. to... Really worried about the all twenty-two. <laughs> I got to bed at three, and I was up at six. You know what? I got Paul. You know the uh, you know this sound. The sound of like a fourteen-year-old boy stomping, <laughs> stomping it. You know. I get the dog licking me. And then you got to take him for a walk, get him outside. No, he had already been up, but he just you know needy. He likes my taste. This is Patriots Unfiltered, fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Wednesday here at Gillette Stadium, a real Wednesday. Wednesday's Wednesday this week, and it's Paul, it's me, it's Evan. He's here. Mike's under the weather. He's not here. Yeah, no Mike. Yeah. No Mike today. No Mike on the mic. I know, but it's a good day to have Evan here because it's all this talk about what what does the offense look you know with Mac versus what it looks like with Zappy? Are they calling different plays? Are they you know, the whole thing. Um, so it's good to have Evan here because he, he did break it down. Uh, you can see it on Patriots.com, but I'm sure he's got other things to add here. And, you know, there's just so much swirling right now uh, with the Patriots. And I would say if if you took a poll, doesn't necessarily have to be Paul's poll, but if you took a poll, I would think most people are putting this whole thing on the coaches. As they should, yeah. quite frankly, because – I, the best way I can describe it, because I, I know Zappy went on radio yesterday and said we got the same game plan, right? We're, we're going off the same script. But I, the best way I can describe it is if the three of us go out to dinner and we order off the same menu, but we all order different things, we didn't have the same thing for dinner, right? right. You know, right. just because they're going in to the game with the same script doesn't mean the players are coming out in the same order but, but, at the same time, et cetera. But let me ask you a question there, and I, I hear you, but what, like, would the script have been di- the same for Zappi if he started as it was for Mac, and then with the way things transpired, if Mac had come in after the third series of doing nothing, would they have called similar plays to what they – you know, so there's so many elements. Right. No, in this. I'm going to go with that. They set Mac up to fail. Yeah. No, that I don't. Seems to make a lot more sense. I don't think. <laughs> right. But that's what some people are saying, Paul. Yeah. Do you realize yeah. that? Not really. But anyway. What do you mean, not really? People are saying not, that. Like, not anybody of substance is. No, 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 no. No, I'm not talking. I'm talking about fans. They're sabotaging Mac. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't think it runs that deep by any means. But I, I think what you do see, and look, I I thought it last uh, two nights ago. It's it's a it's been a couple days here. Uh, two nights ago on Monday night in the press box, and I was like, "Here's the first snap. He hasn't played a game in three weeks, and we're shotgun eleven personnel, 
from the 23-yard line right off the bat. Like, we're not easing him into it at all. And then he gets to the line of scrimmage, and he's checking out of a play. He's getting them into a run because he's getting a, a look he doesn't like for the pass. And, and all of a sudden, you have all of this on Mac Jones's plate. Like, no, like, easy little slant route or hitch or, you know, quick read out of the, you know, or an under center play action, God forbid, right? Like, none of that. It's instantly right back into the offense that we saw in the first three weeks of the season. I mean, they are coming out on first and 10 from the 25, like a drive starter play, and they're running three vertical routes up the field. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, this is a an offense. This is a chuck and duck offense, right? This is Bruce Arians. This is no risk it, no biscuit, like whatever you want to call it. And B... They're just trying to get his feet wet. And then they take him out of the game. So clearly the idea for him playing on Monday night was to knock some of the rust off. And instead of easing him back in or making it easier for him to kind of segue back into the offense, they're running, you know, post wheel, they're running Y cross, they're running all these vertical passing concepts that you see yeah. in other places. Well, and what, I just don't get it. One of the plays that you outlined, it was the overthrow to Tyquan Thornton. Yeah. Was Hunter Henry open underneath? And yeah. Could he I, have chosen him? or was I, that... I think he could, but in that instance, my guess, and, and you know, it's just an educated guess, but when he sees the blitz, Taekwon's the hot, right? Like you have, okay, yeah. if you get the blitz, you're one-on-one on the outside. So because there's no check down, the running back is in to stay in the protection to pick up the blitz, your hot is the vertical on the outside. So he just takes basically like a one-step drop and, and throws it at that point. So yeah, if he had a chance to sit there and read out the play, then I think he probably You don't think he Henry. had time. That's for, Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was wondering about the timing of it, like, did he even have time to see Henry? I know? think, yeah, I think it's more of like a, a predetermined read on a play like that because if you get the blitz, you have to you have to get the ball out, right? And you're not going to sit there and read out the progression in the same way that you would if it was just a standard rush. But that's a play's a great example because it's it's first and ten, right? It's first and ten from like the twenty three yard line. Now it's a well timed blitz by Chicago. First down's not usually a blitz down, right? You see blitzes on third downs uh, things like that most of the time so they might not have been anticipating blitz there but it could have been a run blitz that turned into a, a, yeah you know? it, it was a slot blitz yeah and uh, you're not really anticipating blitz there i guess but at the same time it's still a vertical pass concept that they're trying to run on first down from the 23 yard line like there's times and places you know everybody says well you last year everybody was saying let matt cook like what what do you want you know you want the, him to to open it up or do you you want them to play conservatively I, I just think there's a time and place for both things right and when you're starting a drive everybody talks about drive starters like that's so important for a quarterback especially early on in the game in the opening script to just have that first pass play even if it's a five yard completion just have it hit right and you see with Bailey Zappi he comes into the game and I laugh because the very first play of the game that Bailey Zappi throws a pass it's just a five-yard hitch to Johnny Smith. On a hospital ball. It, 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 Out of shotgun, by the way. It, it's, just five five yard, shotgun. it's just a five-yard pass. And it's like, you know, to the left side, he's got slant flat. To the right side, he's got flat with the hitch route from the tight end. And, and nobody's running up the field. These are all short options, no matter where he looks or where he throws the ball. And, yeah, when Matt comes in, it's bombs away. Like, there's just... It's right in front of you. It's 
I, I don't know how you can't. I think everybody sees it. Even people that just watch it on TV, I think, see the same exact. But thing. but again, like if had Zappy started. Yeah, I, was that the game plan? Like, we're going to catch them right away. We're going to get that lead fast and make them chase the whole game. And and it didn't work. So by the time Zappy came in, then they got a little bit more conservative. I don't know. Yeah, it's, you know? it's, it's yeah. not totally outlandish. I just think Zappy's playing better than Mac. Like, well, he did that first the, half I mean, anyway. The, the two plays that they had success with were both bombs. Yeah. Like, but I don't they're know. different. Ki- they're dressed up yeah. differently, though, right? It's un- it's under maybe because those are things that Zappy does better, and they and they cater things to Zappy when he's in the game. The things that Zappy does well, as opposed to things that Mac does. Well. Yeah, I don't like. Know. I just can't buy this whole rift between the coaches wanting one guy to succeed over the other. I, just, I, I don't think it's I'm that. Just not buying it. I don't think it's that. I, I'm not coming in and telling you that that there's some rift. I'm just telling you what I'm seeing, and what I'm seeing is is when they take a shot down the field with Zappy. It's under center play action, seven guys in the protection to keep them clean, and two or three routes down the field that are one progression for the quarterback to read out. It's not a full field progression. It's right, because post I cross. I think they have vertical, to do that for Zappy. They have to help him more than they have to help. I agree with that. Like yeah. I think that's good coaching. You can't just treat all your players like they can all have the same strengths. Yeah. But the problem is is I agree with you, but it's not working for Mac. So maybe we're getting a little bit too ahead of ourselves with Mac Jones's development and thinking that could be that's a different argument. That I could agree with. That it, you know we're 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 skipping steps here. We're going from the training wheels offense as I call it to, you know, Bruce Arians is no risk it no biscuit well, with five men in the well, in the route it, it, and everything. It seems to me like there were a lot of people were saying, you know, when Mac was in there, things just weren't working. Zappy comes in they they change it. It's working. Maybe once Matt comes back, they'll take what they learned from Zappy and just keep keep on that. That was the hope. But they they seem to have not done that. No, at, at least to start the game with with Mac. You know. So, but it, it's. I mean, we're we're definitely at a crossroads here. This team is at a crossroads. It can you know it's one of those look in the mirror type of moments that players talk about, and yeah. they've they've had them before, and that's the drama yeah. that I think is yeah. like I know sometimes like we say well, you know we don't know how to get into involved with the talk radio soap opera, and we don't largely. I mean we have fun sometimes, but this particular what you're bringing up I think is is highly relevant to the football team. Yeah, there's guys here like thinking what are we doing here, and are yeah. are yeah. there or is there a possibility or are there already Mac guys and Zappy guys. Right. right. That's the biggest thing that you worry about. And, and also when you point to what are we doing here, that goes back to training camp. Yeah. I think there were a lot of guys, and I brought that up in my piece because I, I wanted to, you know, this is not something that's just a one-game thing. No. You know, people that, that in, are in my replies being like, you're way overreacting to one game. It's like, no, this has been going on the since July. has not looked right since training camp. Right. I mean, spring was different. They were throwing the ball downfield, and guys were making catches like, wow, maybe they're going to be doing it. But once training camp started, even like seven-on-seven, it didn't look right. Yeah. It and it's been that way since then. It and it, you know, we've been thinking, well, once the games start, they'll they'll figure it out. Well, you know? I thought and, that some of the deep stuff that that they were trying to do was gonna be more to sort of get that in you know, on, on tape. Get it on tape, right. You know, and so we'll see how that you know, unfortunately Matt got hurt and you know, like three games in, he's out, you know, for the next three games. Right. And you don't get to see 
how the offense progresses. I think that they did the right thing with Zappi, not asking him to do the same stuff. Yeah. Because I think that could have been disastrous. I mean, as it is, he has six turnovers in the four games that he played. Yep. You know, I mean, I, I think you have to treat him differently because he doesn't have but you know, you the say, amount of but experience. You s- so six turnovers, four games, but you say he's playing better than Mac. Yeah. Oh, I think he's, played, is, I think it, he's made more plays. Or is the team functioning better than when Mac was in there? You know what I mean? I, it, like, well, the quarterback gets the credit for the offensive I, I pr- guess, production, but, but, right? The offense has been more productive when Bailey Zappi has played quarterback than it has with Mac Jones. But am, could, I, am I wrong on but that? No, you're not wrong. But, but I, could I, Mac have done what I mean, you Zappi. know how I feel about Mac Jones. I'm not telling you I want to no. cut ties. I think that Bill should step forward hopefully in about a half hour, and say, Mac Jones is starting a quarterback on and, Sunday. And by the I think way, that would be the he, best thing for the team. He's supposed to come up on the podium about 1245. When he does, we'll go to him because I think it's important to hear what he has. You know, I'm sure the But just because you know, I think that Mac Jones is better doesn't mean I'm right. No, I know. But could like at, from what they asked Zappi to do, I'm sure Mac could have done that too. You yeah, I, I think that I, there's I, – you know, That's just my opinion, and I could be wrong too, but that that's just my opinion. I think that there's some things like Paul was saying that I I've tried to like slow it down and break it down and try to figure out exactly the, what is going on. But Zappy is a much better under center play action passer than Mac is. You right. think so? I, I, I don't know but that's what, what it I'm is. Saying. I think they cater. That's why they ask him to do it more. Yeah. I think he's better at it. I, I don't know what it is about Zappy's fakes compared to Mac's fakes. Maybe it's just that a rookie quarterback is in there and they think they're going to run the ball and it's it's more of a mindset sort of thing for the defense. That's another great point. But for whatever reason, these defenses over the last three weeks, even Chicago's defense, which played well on the whole, obviously, in that game, they see play action from Zappi and they are coming downhill at the line of scrimmage. It pulls in the entire front seven. And then when you see Mac, I mean, there's a play that's circulating around the the Twitter sphere that that Mac has Jacoby Myers down the sideline off of under center play action and and doesn't hit it. But what is bigger to me in that play is the linebacker. It's it's Tampa two, right? So the linebacker carries the seam vertical, and the linebacker that's in the Tampa two doesn't react to the play action. Like, he doesn't fall step, he doesn't come downhill at the line of scrimmage, and he gets right under Hunter, Hunter Henry's route, and that was Mac's first read on the play, and he ends up checking the ball down and complete to, to Damian Harris uh, for over the middle. It, it's the reaction of the defense, for whatever reason, is not the same with Mac as it is with Zappy, and they are just torching teams on play action with Zappy. 16 yards per attempt, like just absolutely going right down the field on teams uh, off of play action. And I think it just is an interesting little thing that I've been trying to dissect. I, I think I'm going to need, need some help from like a Dan Orlovsky or somebody like that, that played quarterback that can explain exactly why those fakes are just so much more effective when, with I, Bailey. I, I noticed that some like Mahomes is really good at it too. And like some of the quarterbacks, when they do play action, they slow like the quarterback slows down while the running back is at full speed. So your attention is at the motion. It's at the movement, and the the movement's all with the running back. And meanwhile, the quarterback still has the ball. But your uh, your focus is drawn to the guy who's moving faster. Yeah, and that's the running back. And then you know then the quarterback gets into his stance and, and uh, turns to face the play. Um, you know I 
like some guys are just better at it. You're right than than others. Yeah. I mean, Brady wasn't great at it to start. He got better at it. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, I think Matthew Stafford is one of these guys. Just to give an example, out in Los Angeles, and the Rams before Stafford got there with Jared Goff were a heavy, heavy play action team, and we remember it from the Super Bowl. You know, bootlegs, uh, half boots. You know, really, really heavy on play action. And then Stafford got there, and he was like, you know, that's that's not really my cup of tea. You know, I'm not. I, I don't really love turning my back to the defense and being under center and it's not really what I like to do so they've been a little bit more play action you know they've kind of had him adjust a little bit but for the most part they've evolved away away from that kind of stuff because it's not what fits Stafford and I think in a lot of ways Mac probably feels the same way like it's not really my comfort zone to be under center turn the back to the defense get back around one two three and out like that's not really my thing and so they've been more shotgun I mean to be objective about Mac his week you know one of the things we've seen that's a weak part of his game is just you know, once he settles on the guy, he's pretty accurate, but he's not always aware of what's going on around that. He he tends to get tunnel vision um, down the field. Like most of his interceptions were like, oh, I see the open guy down the seam, but I don't see that guy coming in from the left. Um, that's happened a lot in practice, too. He's thrown picks yeah, I, like I that. I don't think he's played great. Like, yeah. and I, I, like I said, I think that Mac Jones should be the quarterback Sunday, you know, what, whatever. But that doesn't mean I'm like, well, you know, and for the next seven years, no, that's how it shall be. Yeah. I, if he continues, they're giving the ball away at an alarming rate. I mean, their their giveaways are second bottom, most in the league. Yeah, bottom of, of the league, and that's with both quarterbacks. Like I said, Bailey Zappi has six turnovers in the four games that he's played, and I say four because I know he's two and zero as a starter, but he played the whole game in yeah. the other two games, right? You know, and he has six turnovers in four games. I, we can explain them all away. Like, I, I understand, like, you know, a well, ball gets... Well, Max hit the wire. Did you see that? You oh, know God. it didn't, right? I, 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 it was Even really, it, if it did, it right, didn't so, do anything. So it, it, yeah. it didn't hit the wire, yeah. and, and ESPN has actually put out a, a statement about it. The passer, Mac Jones, did not hit ESPN's Skycam wire. This video creates a false impression, but in reality, the Skycam wire was more than 15 feet above the ball, and our Skycam sky system followed all NFL protocols. It's absolutely an optical illusion. Yeah. Like they, they, people were sending it to me last night, and I'm like, <laughs> the Bruder film. But yeah. the ball, first of all, they, they all looked like doctored videos. But, yeah. I mean, whatever. The ball is spiraling, hits the wire, quote-unquote, and continues to spiral the same way. Right. It didn't change flight. Right. And I was like, my eyes are, like, playing tricks. Like, this, this doesn't really look like it hits the wire. Right. And I even saw one that had, like, some fake noise. Oh, that, that made it go, <laughs> and, and I was like, "This is kind of funny." Then I woke up this morning, and it was like everybody was writing about. It. Like I thought it was just a fan. Yeah, someone sent it to me last night. Some um, I don't, I didn't even recognize the Twitter handle. Um, and then people started like saying, "Did you guys see this?" And I thought it was kind of funny, but then it, it tur- kind of turned into a real thing. But I talked to Mike Reese about it a little bit, and he said, uh, "We're going to be coming out with a statement about it. the ball didn't hit the wire." <laughs> Yeah, so and, I I didn't think it did. hit the the wire either. But again, just to keep harping on on what, on what I'm seeing, second down and seven from like the 40ish yard line, and they run another vertical concept post wheel. They have a five man protection. The right side of the line doesn't pass off the stun properly, and he's under pressure, and he throws off his back foot, and he's picked off. This year, he has five interceptions already 
under pressure. He had four all of last season. So they're just not – they're not – he's not functioning well in what they are running. I'm not necessarily saying that they're sabotaging him or what they're running has no merit or anything like that, but Mac Jones is not playing well in the offense that they are calling for him. And at some point in time, they have to look in the mirror, Mac has to look in the mirror, and they have to say these are the things that over the last – two years not just this year but over the last two years have worked for this guy and this is what we're gonna run you know he takes he completes that pass to hunter henry 12 yard completion they just you know they draw the zone inside he throws an anticipation pass like 10 yards down the field and it's complete and we're moving the chains like those are mac jones's throws right short intermediate quick game read it out get the ball out hit the back foot make a throw like all this stuff of him seven step drop standing there looking vertically down the field like th- this is not him and and they're asking him to push the ball into windows that I I just don't think he has the arm talent to hit the passes you know I, I and that's I think another big part of this and why the turnovers are happening so much is because he just doesn't have the arm strength all the time especially off platform when he's under a little bit of pressure and he can't step into totally it totally agree with that that he he can't push it down the field so again I go back to the, that play that's circulating with Jacoby Myers like it's in the cover two hole if Tampa two but like there's like three quarterbacks in the league that can make that throw it's it's Josh Allen it's Justin Herbert it's Patrick Mahomes like if you're not one of those three guys that's an interception 10 out of 10 times and I actually thought it was a good decision not to throw the ball because these are the decisions that we've seen him make and that he's been picked off on and that's the problem is what they're calling is asking him to do things he's not good at and whether he thinks that this is the best thing for him because he wants to air it out or they think it's the best thing because they want him to air it out I don't know but either way you have to come to terms with the fact that this is just not the quarterback that you drafted if this is what you wanted then you should have drafted the quarterback you played on Monday night not not Mac Jones you know if you wanted a big arm quarterback to push the ball vertically down the field then you drafted the wrong guy yeah, and, and I I would agree with with Evan's assessment of Mac Jones. I I but I the only thing that I would sort of push back. I I just don't think he's playing well. I don't think it's the fault of the play calls. I th- I I mean I think you can go with with raw data and say the interceptions themselves have happened on some of these plays. And, and I agree again with with Evan. I've seen him throw the ball underneath right to defensive backs and have and, and watch them drop. I, I saw a quick out against Baltimore dropped by Patrick Queen. I saw a little hitch route that he kind of got off platform a little to Evan's point about once he's off platform, the arm strength is a little bit different. He tried to throw it across his body, hit uh, Cam Sutton for Pittsburgh right right in the chest. Like These are not pushing the ball downfield mistakes. They didn't result in interceptions because the other team dropped them. Mm-hmm. So the, re- the actual interceptions have come on balls downfield. I think he's played... Nowhere near as well as he did. Nowhere near as efficiently as he did last year on all th- on almost all throws. I just don't think he looks right. But I think you got to work through it. I think this is the guy that you drafted in the first round. You got to figure out, like we said yesterday, Freddie. Where you know where are you at the end of the year? Right. Like, unless you you're like one thousand percent convinced, the zappy guy. People are missing it, but he can do A, B, and C. I think. Bailey Zappi is Taylor Heineke. I think he's an undersized, scrappy kid who clearly has some energy that the team feeds off of that will be a backup. And you can live with him for for short spurts. 
I, I just think you kind of even saw it yeah. on, on Monday night. In like, the second half. As the game wore on, you know, let's face it, they scored twice when they took over at midfield. When they had to take over at their own 25, they got no points. Just like they got no points when Mac Jones had to take over at his 25 all yeah. night. Yeah. Like, I'm not discounting what Bailey Zappi has done. He's a rookie. He came in as a third-string quarterback, and he has done really well. Like, I'm not telling you this kid stinks and doesn't even deserve to be talked about. I'm just saying that, in my opinion, he's he, he kind of, like, still profiles as a backup to me. Yeah. I, and I'm not trying to make excuses for Mac and say, oh, you know, he's playing poorly just because of this. But I, I do think that when you look at how teams handle young quarterbacks across the league, and we always used to laugh at the other teams that would ruin young quarterbacks, right? right. Like, this is what you do to ruin a young quarterback. And that's what we're doing. The playbook is the Patriots are checking all the boxes. They're he transitions to a new offensive coordinator in his second season that's not really an offensive coordinator then they run a scheme that doesn't fit his style of play doesn't fit his skill set and i think the decisions that paul's talking about on some of the shorter throws is, are absolutely valid but this is a nurture issue right like i don't think that mac makes those many mistakes in that type of way if everything else is is cleaner for him is everything you know i think Could his be. whole decision making process i mean especially under pressure where he's one of the worst rated quarterbacks in the league right now with pressure i think all these things go back to the fact that he's just not comfortable with what they're running you know and one of the other things about the game is you know we were all like well wins out that's no big loss but having win in can and in there i think helped that's when they ran better is when they had that tackle eligible. And they, you know, so they kind of missed that when Wynn wasn't in there, being able to do that. Because um, they didn't run the ball well. Yeah, they didn't that, run it well against Cleveland either. I don't think they've ran the ball well from a blocking standpoint in three weeks. I think the Detroit game, Ramondre put the team on his back and had 111 yards after contact out of 160. The, this These last three games, there have been some blocking breakdowns in the run game for sure. And teams are starting to stack the box again, especially against Zappy. But even against Mac on Sunday night, I mean, they, or Monday night, they're you know 11 personnel shotgun bears still got eight guys in the box like they just don't care you know so they they're loading the box against them and uh you know i they're struggling to run block right now in, in general and i think that there's some elements to it that have worked in their favor because the play action's been so successful because teams are attacking the line of scrimmage against them but they have to figure out ways to be able to run the ball and go back to having that be part of their identity. Really, this is something that's been on my radar since the Lions game because Ramondre, he ran his his butt off in that Detroit game and and really was a big reason why they got a lot of those yards, even against Detroit. Tamara joins us. Anything on your mind? What are you thinking about? (sighs) Thinking about... The heavy size. Yeah. A lot of heavy size with Tamara. I know. (laughs) Just... (laughs) I I honestly I feel like I'm in a fog, kind of like the weather outside. Wow! Like in terms of like the weather outside, the zappy foggy. fever created a fog. It is did. that what you're saying? I think the I th- Monday night game. The yeah. Monday night game. Yeah. I just feel like, and the tough. fog is still outside. Mondays yeah. are tough. Mondays yeah. are tough. Yeah. Because you I have the whole week after the night game. Like yeah. Thursday, you're like, ah, the weekend's here right uh, Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. But I'm hoping that the locker room doesn't feel the same like drogginess is like, you know dragging yeah. on from what happened on Monday night. I'm hoping that they've already turned the page. I hope it, I hope their actions match their words. Like, yeah, you know, obviously, today, right? 
obviously they say like, Inside. oh, we're turning the page to the Jets. But like, I hope that they've mentally turned the page to the Jets. Yeah. I need to mentally turn the page to the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I said, they, they've had these low points before. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they've come out of some of them. Um, most of the time they, they were able to turn it around. But, you know, you had Tom Brady. Um, but, you know, I, Bill knows what to say in these moments. Mm-hmm. The question is, who's listening? You know, and that's what we're going to find out. And do they like what they hear? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If it, if it was, look, I, I said this about Bill on Tuesday morning, and he didn't do it either. But to me, like the exa- best example is like the Cowboys, right? When Dak got hurt, there was Dak is the quarterback. Like there is right. no question. Like in anybody's mind in the organization, Jerry Jones comes out and says it. McCarthy comes out and says it. Like this is our QB. End of story. Not Cooper Rush, no matter what he does. (laughs) Whether he tells them behind closed doors and just doesn't share it publicly or not, for some reason, and I think you two can speak to this, like for some reason there's saying it publicly like matters in this sport. Being like, this is our guy and this is what we're doing. It matters more than any other sport that I can think of because there's not really any equivalent to the quarterback in other sports. And I, I think him coming up to the podium and saying, look, Max the quarterback. Wait, but Done. but I, I have heard coaches say, this is our guy, and then two seconds later they get another one. So, for example, the Panthers. Sam Darnold is our guy. We're not interested in Baker Mayfield. We're not interested in him. We've got our guy. And then it's like two months later, Baker? Yeah. So I mean, like, Yeah, the Cardinals you, did the same thing with Josh Rosen Yeah, you literally Kyler. came out and said, Sam Darnold is your guy. Looks like he wasn't your guy. Yeah, yeah. but that was after he played. No, like d- during the draft, there were like oh, there were reports going around like oh, they're going to pick up Baker. Right, and but, but like, Donald no. had played poorly yeah. for them. Is my point. Like Mac Jones went ten and seven, went to the playoffs, got hurt, and like there was radio silence. Yeah. So like to Evan's point, now I also get, you know, I'll, I'll argue with myself because that's what I do. <laughs> um, you know, Dak Prescott. Earned it a little bit more. He's up here, and, you know, Mac Jones is down here. Um, They're not exactly the same thing, but I do think Bill should have recognized the potential for having what happened happen and and nipped it in the bud. And I think instead he kind of fanned the flames. Do you think that – do you think he – I guess, like, do you think that he knew Zappi would go out there and do what he did? No. No. Do you think he's as shocked as – no, like, I, I don't know. I, Listen, I, I, I think I, there's a chance of that, yes. I think that, that he greatly exceeded their expectations. Yeah. I think there was a chance of that, yeah. But I also think, you know, and he could, you know, right or wrong, he could have said, I'm going to use this as a little experiment, a little, you know, test of of, of Max grit, you know. I'm not going to, you know, declare him. I'm going to make him, you maybe know. Maybe he had a sense of entitlement? Yeah, maybe. Oh, I, oh. For whatever reason. Hmm. Like, I'm going to test oh, this. That. I don't know this young guy yet. He's huh. only been here a year. Imagine and that. I want to I want to <laughs> test him a little bit. What, what's he made of? Yeah. You know? I, I do think that. Knock him down a peg. I do well, think. Well, hum- that's your words. Humble him, that, maybe. Those aren't my They're words. Not, none, of the, none of them are my words. They're yeah. words of reports that have come uh, okay. out. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm intentionally I'm, using that, uh, you know, everybody that couldn't possibly see what was happening was just all too yeah, willing I'm to ignore. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I think you can be, you know, a bit comfortable when you're first round draft pick like you've been made the starter over a veteran guy like cam newton and you're like okay well i'm secure i'm here this is fine um i think you can get in that spot where you're comfortable you're like i'm good i have nothing to worry about 
and then something like this happens. Yeah, yeah. and it doesn't mean he's a bad guy yeah. or like uncoachable kid, mm-hmm. but yeah, I I, I you do can think naturally feel there's that a, way. there's an element of I'm standing on third, but I didn't really hit a triple. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I get that he beat out Cam Newton, who the previous year was the worst quarterback I've ever seen in football. <laughs> And I love Cam Newton, the player. Like, the, the 10 years that he played in Carolina, let, let's call it eight years, um, I, I loved watching that guy play. Loved it. Loved watching him play. He wasn't that guy when he played for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. He was done. Yeah, and he wasn't that guy at the end of Carolina. No, you know? that's why yeah. I said let's call it eight years right. instead of 10. Yeah. Um, I, but we're at a moment, you know. We're at a moment. I, I've never been in a post-game locker room like that yeah, where great. you walk around the offensive area of the locker room and guys are just shell-shocked and you go up to guys i mean Ramondre stevenson i think gave the same answer four straight answers in a row because he just didn't know what to say and then jacoby you know i thought was the most honest about it and he was dejected of what happened to mac and whether we get into that you know we have mac mac guys and zappy guys or whatever like clearly a lot of the important players on offense are behind Mac because that that's the team captain. That's the guy from the you know the starter last year and the starter beginning of this year. And to hear Jacoby talk about how dejected and and you know how they felt bad for the zappy chance and then getting pulled from the game when he got pulled from the game after the bad interception and I, I think it left a mark. Like I, I really do. I, I think it left a mark on on the whole performance for the offense because I think they kind of, A, they weren't told ahead of time, most of them, who was starting or what the plan was. And then, B, they get into the game and the crowd, the second that Mac runs on the field, even before he throws a pass, is already chanting for the other guy. Then he throws a bad pick and it the optics of it looked terrible. It looked like they just pulled him from the game. And, you know, everybody that you talked to on the offensive side of the football was – we had no idea. I don't think Bailey Zappi really had any clue that that was how Based it was Based on what he said, go. he didn't. I will say that. Yeah, I mean, he said that he found out that he was starting at the same time that all of us – or y'all. that Mac was starting the same y'all, time. Y'all did. Same yeah. time y'all, y'all did. Y'all, y'all did. did. <laughs> yeah. Probably because Adam Schefter or ESPN, you know, said it on the broadcast or, or whatever. Or Bill said it on the Sports Hub pregame show. Mm-hmm. And that's when Bailey Zappi finds out, too. I mean, you just can't have that kind of stuff. What do you think the chances are at 1245 Bill comes out and says, you know, because he'll be asked. He won't offer it in his opening oh, summation. I, but when he's asked, no, Mac's going to start this week. I think there's a chance that if he ha- if he's ready to announce it, it will be in his opening statement. Okay. He'll, mm-hmm. you know, you know, getting ready on the Jets. You know, they're really impressive. Uh, uh, and he'll put everybody to sleep with the next two paragraphs of how explosive the worst offense in football is. And then he'll say, uh, and, you know, Mac Jones, if he's going to do it, you know, and, and Mac Jones will be our starting quarterback. We just decided that, you know, what's best for the team right now is to identify, you know, Mac Jones, and and he's healthy enough, and we'll, we're going to go forward with Mac Jones. And then there'll be eight questions about that right. decision, right? And but he'll say, "I think I made my." Op- I just told you. I just told you in my opening statement, right. and then he'll fall right. back on my it's opening. It's such statement. the right thing to do. It's it's so the How right thing to do. It's great. I, I think it's I could so be on easy. that Good Morning Football show and do the role great. playing thing with my whiteboard. Yeah. I might like. It is the right thing to do. I might put you guys yeah. side by 100%. side. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And listen, I think it's just as right if he does it with Bailey Zappi. Oh yeah, but it's, make a commitment, right? right. Yeah, I, like it doesn't have to be the guy that I think it should be. Is my right. point. I'm not trying to like finger wag Bill and tell you I know more than you. If it's Bailey Zappi, I'd feel exactly the same way. That actually is what's in the best interest of the team. Yeah, I think Mac Jones is the better option. But if he doesn't. 
I will defer to him. Yep. I just think what's in the best interest of the team is exactly what Evan's talking about. Yeah, be yeah. definitive. There was, I, I used the word, you know, I felt like, I said I wasn't in the locker room with you, Mike, when we were doing our All Access, but I said I was reading all the quotes, and they, they, they just seemed like they were shook. Yeah. Like, they, they, they didn't know that was coming. And that's not a good situation to be in. And I think that, too, as much as you can say, like, oh, like, we don't have to create two different game plans for offense, like one for Mac, one for Bailey. Yes, you do. And so you're creating extra work for the guys to prepare for. Like well, it, it's it's like they you're are calling the same. different plays, but you're yeah. not necessarily using, you know, like that that one because I think those two guys are so similar. Yeah. But like Evan, real before you came on, Tamara, Evan like really talked about a lot of the very specific things that were different. Mm-hmm. But it's plays that we've seen them them use, and yeah. I just think it's stuff that Zappy does feels more comfortable with, and stuff that Mac feels more comfortable with. And I think that you would, would, would change accordingly. But, like, the whole Mac zappy thing, like, if you want to go, like, if there, if there are guys in that locker room that prefer one or the other, like, if you're a tight end, who you got? Right. Like, one guy barely throws us the ball, and the other guy got us involved in, in the two mm-hmm. or three games that he played. You know, so, like, it, it, you don't have to be a bad teammate to say, I think we should go with this guy. Also, I feel like I was thinking about this yesterday. If you're Zappy, like, you can't even be happy that you got in, you know, some NFL games this season that you didn't even expect to be in at all because you're like, I don't want my other teammate in my room to be upset that I'm happy that I'm getting playing time. Right. It's a weird it's, dynamic it's so that weird. was on that sideline the other night. And, and I, I was joking with – I don't know if I joked with you about this yesterday, Fred. And I'm not trying to compare high school, you know. Mm-hmm. you know, Like, it's it's nothing, Okay. I've been on the sideline when I've had teammates that weren't necessarily on board with winning because they felt like they were being screwed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a really dark place to be in. Like, yep. when you're out there, and these are all your friends. Like, you play high school football. You grew up with these kids, mm-hmm. right? You go to all these practices, and then you think you're supposed to be playing, and at the last minute, someone else goes into play. It's human nature. Oh, you're yeah. sitting there, you you're like, play. wouldn't be the worst thing if this kid goes out and fumbles because he's playing with the spot that I think I should be playing. Right. right? And, and, then and that's a zappy. really, really dark, dark place to be in. And if you were Mac Jones on the sideline the other night, and then Zappi goes in and, he's, and he throws this awful ball to Jacoby Myers, who uh, I can't believe he didn't crack three ribs trying to catch that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, <sighs> your guys like, think really? that uh, Myers – went the wrong way they think it was a good pass and Myers looked off the I'm, wrong shoulder I'm sure it they also blame the fumble on Myers no, which but, the ball never even got guys, anywhere it's near it's your guys that said it I, I, I told you I disagree with those guys more than anybody <laughs> I just it's like it's like when someone asked I think this was last week like you know how, are you feeling have you heard th- about the zappy fever and zappy's like no like he he was just like because he knows he, oh. he can't. You can't. I know, can't, but, he, can't. but he still can't even be happy that he's right. got I, I, in. No, I think your point and, is and valid. Won, oh, yeah. and, and won a game. He has to act like he, he, you're right. he has to wait till he gets home to celebrate probably with his father. Yeah, he yeah. has to be humble. He can't, yeah. he can't do that players. in front of anybody. Yeah, he yeah. can't be happy. Meanwhile, be remember when Zell so was in this position and he came in and he'd score, he'd, he'd do the <laughs> six guns. And, but, it was, but it was, you know, they were a terrible team. Right. And But his father was showing up on the late night shows as a guest and everything. It was like... We should have known then. It was like Zoe was going to be born. Zoe was born right then. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Because it's like you don't want to cheer in someone's face, I guess. But you also, I I don't know, it's tough. I took your job. Right. You know, someone else's misfortune is is a big part of your fortune. Mm -hmm. And that's like, that's lousy. I also, I I don't worry too much about 
them preparing to different quarterbacks for the offensive players, but the way the defense played on Monday night, like how much time is Bill spending in his work week yeah. to get two different quarterbacks ready? Because the defense looked arguably more unprepared than the offense did for what the Bears were bringing them. And I, I just wonder, you know, he only has so much time in a week also. So at what point do you look at it and say, oh, right. no, you know, he – they weren't prepared at all for Justin Fields to run the football. That that to at me, all. that statement, that's the one that resonates. That's the statement that I will remember from that Monday night game. That was the game that Bill said going into the game that they don't have design runs for Justin Fields. And Devin McCourty after the game said how much they ran the ball with design runs that we didn't see on film. Right. Like I give Matt Eberflus credit. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of these teams Luke come Kensi. in and they they just like roll it out and they just say, well, you know, if we weren't if we're not good enough, we're not good enough. No, we changed some of the things that they had been doing. And he caught the Patriots by surprise. Doesn't happen very often. They also often. had a mini buy to do it. They played on Thursday night, then they yep. didn't play again until Monday, and they ran him 11 times on design quarterback runs, which is by far a career high for Justin Fields. Yeah. But And like nine of the, like he had a couple of quarterback sneaks. Nine of those were like actual, like, yeah. we're going to just take the snap and have him run around the end. Yeah, and like, they, they also designed said runs. after the game, Fields said that they had watched Baltimore and they started to take things from week three against the Patriots that Baltimore did and repeated some of the same plays that gave the Patriots problems. So you have to give the Bears a ton of credit, but I would also say, like, shouldn't the Patriots have seen that coming? Right. That's, like, that's my point. That's, yeah. that, shouldn't, shouldn't that, to me, have, will be the resonating Shouldn't you have given moment. the Bears staff well, a then, little bit of credit th- th- that th- they might be able to pull that out? This gets back to, did they overlook the Bears? And hard to, for me to believe that Bill would overlook any team, but there, there's well, some evidence there. But I don't think because they weren't prepared for Justin Fields' runs, they overlooked them. Like that, that the quarterback thing, you can make an argument they overlooked. Yeah. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. Um, Evan's going to go down yeah. to the press I assume. He's okay. going to go down the press uh, um, conference with Bill. When it happens, we're going to go to it. But we're going to take a break. When we come back, more calls and emails, and then we'll get into Bill's press conference. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. 
Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS, only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports. 
All right, well, turn the page here and uh, work on the Jets. This is um, you know, obviously a team that's uh, you know playing really well. Uh, Coach Sala has done a done a great job. Um, I think they've improved in every area: offense, defense, special teams. There, uh, it was a big win for them uh, in the Cleveland game. You know, the last two minutes of the game. Um, Come back there, and then, and then the last four, they've you know really been solid, playing very well defensively. Um, a lot of explosive players on offense and, and in the kicking game, so um, it's been a big challenge for us down there. Should be a lot of energy and you know a lot of juice in the stadium, and um, you know need to get ready to get down there and you know, play our best game of the year. So, so we're working for it this week, and we'll get started today. Phil, have you named the starting quarterback for this Sunday yet? Uh, you know, we'll see how it goes here today. Do you plan on having a quarterback rotation again? We'll see how it goes today. Is that something that would be look, said? We're not, look, we're not doing anything here. We haven't practiced. We're going to go out and we're going to see how it goes today. All right? What would you decide? It will see how it goes today. But what do you have to see today? We'll see how it goes today. All right. Thank you. I am curious, too, from, from uh, a confidence perspective, there were a heavy chance for Bailey. Max seemed down in the moment. Do you have to uh, concern yourself with Max's confidence at all going forward? Yeah, we'll get the team ready to play. Uh, you need to address the quarterback situation with the, the rest of the team so they have some clarity on how you know how things yeah, go. Yeah, we'll, we'll deal with it. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, I just wondering. I know you know players had a day off yesterday. Is that something you would have spoken to them about today potentially? We'll, we'll deal with it. Thanks. Is that position unique in the terms of? The way the other players look to it, as opposed to like, okay, it's defensive tackle who start and nobody cares. I mean, they care, but yeah. right. the quarterback. I'm not, ask the players. I'm not going to speak for anybody else. Um, I think we all have enough things ourselves to worry about, to be honest with you, instead of what everybody else is doing. So, I wanted to ask you: at the end of July, you spoke right at the outside of training camp about Max' dramatic improvement in the off season and how well he played in 2021 and appeared ready to build on that. What, if you can pin it down, has prevented him from taking that improvement onto the field and just kind of exhibiting it so far this year? Yeah, well, I mean, look, he hasn't, he hasn't played in the last three weeks. So, mm -hmm. yeah. so what, what are we talking about evaluating? Well, he threw a pick uh, on the third drive, which really didn't look like something was characteristic yeah. of him in the past. Well, again, start evaluating guys on one play. So we'll just get ready for the Jets. All right. I'm yeah. not going to recap the season. We're just getting ready for the Jets. I'm not recapping the season. Neither am I. <laughs> Neither am I. We're getting ready for the Jets. Right. Plenty to get ready for there. It's a fair question. Great. Um, it's a fair answer. I'm getting ready for the Jets. Mm -hmm. Does Max have to show you something more this week in order to get the start this Sunday? Yeah, we're getting ready for the Jets. All of us. Yeah. And when you say we'll see how it goes today, are you referring to quarterback health or quarterback performance? I'm talking about just going out and practicing today. We haven't been on the field yet. It's nothing, nothing to talk about from yesterday. I think we ain't doing anything. Bill, do you know what you want to do on Sunday, or will they be competing, the quarterback competing this week for that job? Yeah, I never said that. I said we'll see how it goes today. So would today be the deciding factor, or? 
I didn't say that. I said we'll just see how it goes. When you say we'll see how it goes, are you referring to Matt's ankle? I'm referring to the whole, to, I'll see how it goes. All right. Will you tell us tomorrow? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So looking back on it, what needs to get better? You know, how ready for you guys to go up against the Jets here from what you saw Monday night? Yeah, that's what I said after the game. We all need to do a better job. Start with me, coaches, players, every area, offense, defense, special teams, everything. I wasn't good enough across the board. Won't be good enough this week, so we all have to do better. How concerning were the results for you? How surprised were you by the way the team played Monday? Look, the Bears played well. We didn't play well enough, so that's what it is. It's the National Football League. If you don't play well in this league, then things don't go well. If you play well, then you're in a competitive situation. So, we'll see what happens this week. Are Mac and Bailey Zappi competing for the starting job? Yeah, I'm not saying that. We'll talk about it later. See how it goes. Is the is the plan for today, Bill, to give both guys? We'll see. The plans to see how it goes. Top offense. Yeah. The plans to see how it goes. All right. Coach, I mean, I look at the Jets' defense. Do you still characterize it as a Seattle three type, type defense, or and what do you see from them? Yes, yeah, I think that's the basis of it. Yeah. Sure, they, they they play hard. They're very aggressive. Play a lot of people, uh, you know, up front. Um, don't give them any big plays. Pursue well. Play physical. Mosley's really good. Franklin Myers really good. Williams having a good year. Gardner's giving them a good player on the corner. The whole secondary. You know, there's a lot of new players in the secondary. Um, they played well. They had good field position uh, from their special teams. And played well defensively. You just walking through today? Will it be more of a half? Yeah, yeah, it's closer to a walkthrough than full practice, that's for sure. Yep. Coach, defense has given up um, the most rushing yards to quarterbacks in the league. A lot of it's come from two games, but how do you do a better job with that while still getting pressure on the quarterback? Yeah, well, the coach can play better. Bill, how much uh, growth have you noticed from Zach Wilson last year to this year? Uh, I mean, he's played well. I don't know. You'd have to talk to them about it. I couldn't give you a percentage or anything. He's got, got better players around him. He's playing well. Team's playing well. I mean, great running back. You know, all that. Like tremendous production coming into after six games or whatever it was. Uh, I got hurt last week, but I mean, had a big play in that game to help him win the game. So, you know, got a lot of good players. Wilson's played good, but they, they use everybody. They get the ball to everybody. You know, a lot of receivers production, a lot of running back, you know, Carter um, and Hall. So, you know, multiple guys carrying the ball, multiple players catching the ball. So, the balance of offense. How would you describe the way they've tried to build around him? Uh, specifically last offseason, the way they drafted and, and signed players in free agency. And just put as many good players as they can. On, they did it on offense, defense, and in the kicking game, too. So, 
some of the guys they've had have just, you know, they played a lot of players, a lot of rookie players last year. Uh, they were one of the highest teams in the league in terms of rookie snaps last year. Obviously, most all of those players are back. Now they have a year of experience, and so you have those players moving up, and then new players they've added to the team, a couple free agent acquisitions. So just continue to put together a strong team. Done a good job. problem. Explosive, powerful guy, very athletic for his size. Plays hard. Yeah, there's a lot of good players up there, so you, you know, deal with one, you got to deal with, you know, two or three other guys. You got Mosley standing behind them, so it's, um, you know, they penetrate, they cause negative plays, they are very disruptive, um, and they run well and pursue well. And, you know, they play sound, you know, they, they're very sound defensively, what they do. They'll give up a lot of big plays, make you run a lot of plays to get the ball down the field and in the end zone, and they usually something usually happens before before you get there. That's generally what they've been able to do. Seems like Gardner is off to a very good start in the secondary. What, what are you seeing from him? Yeah, he's done a good job. You know, long guy. Um, you know, very athletic. Good pass rush. You know, his quarterbacks aren't standing back though. They're you know. Having a lot of time to make decisions, so you know he's been able to, uh, you know, be aggressive, play aggressively on some routes. Good hands, good ball skills. All right, I'm glad we went to Bill. I I think uh, once again yeah. I give credit to the media; they stuck with it. Um, obviously, Bill wasn't gonna, you know, make any declarations today. Um, he's they're just gonna see what happens. It's a walkthrough, so I don't know exactly what they're gonna see in order to make a determination. I'm pretty sure Bill in his mind knows what he's gonna do. And maybe his thinking is I'm gonna tell the players before I tell you guys. That I was gonna ask you, do you think there's a chance that tomorrow he, he yes. says it? And they he even said maybe. Right. You know, he I'll, he deviated from the we'll see what how, how it goes yeah. to say maybe. Yeah. On that one question. Yeah. So maybe, you know, if if the first group I'm going to tell are my players, and th- then I'll tell you guys, and maybe that'll be tomorrow. So we'll see. I mean, they're, they're, like, see something. Hold he on. even said, you know, today's practice is more of a walkthrough than anything else. It's well, indoors. Yeah, I mean, they said it so was indoors. So it's indoor. not like there's going to be any quarterback evaluation today. I would imagine in his head he's already made up his mind. He knows what he's doing. You know? Yeah, I'm just looking. Practice is at 1.30, so it doesn't give him much time. Um, I don't know. But I, I did uh, – I'm a little disappointed, a little disappointed that it, there's no clarity to it. I, I I do think I agree with you. I think there's a chance that tomorrow yeah. there's a little bit but more. But he doesn't have a press conference tomorrow, right? Um, fair point. <laughs> fair point. <laughs> we won't know till Friday. That's so his, this, so that's this, his nest, so next this, availability. So this nonsense continues. Unless – Oh, no, he is scheduled to talk tomorrow at 12. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's – Usually Thursday he doesn't, but yeah. maybe because of the short week. Yeah. yeah. So he is going to talk tomorrow at 12th. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll see tomorrow. But, you know, I, I think, you know, uh, he was given ample opportunities. I think uh, the guys and girls that were there um, pressed him, um, came at it from all different angles, give them credit. Um, and, um, you know, we'll just have to wait till tomorrow uh, if, if that, but. I, I got to assume that, you know, uh, we'll hear about it tomorrow. So, 
Anyway, um, let's get back to your calls and emails here. 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Uh, Tamara and Evan took off to be at the press conference, and uh, they might be back before pra- practice. You said at 1.30. 1.30, so I don't know if maybe Evan will come back. Yeah, um, before he goes out. Before he goes out. There's a little time here in between. Yep. You know, Stacey James making uh, an announcement now, letting the media know what uh, – where to park or yeah, what follows because they are indoors today. Usually the walkthroughs are ten. That's when I yeah. saw they were indoors. I yep. assumed a walkthrough today. Yep. Uh, short, short week. Yep. Let's go to the phones. We'll start with Eric in New Jersey. Thanks for hanging on, Eric. What's up? Uh, hey, Fred, Paul, uh, Paul. I got a personal issue uh, to deal with you, and then a, a question, and a, a football question here. That's uh, okay. Fat what had, you got? Uh, Fat had talked about it the other day um, in Indiana. You guys were were splitting. Uh, a cookie skillet with ice cream, two spoons. Uh, if you're going to be a big guy, you got to commit to get your own order there. Uh, come on. What, what are we doing here? What are we doing, Paul? You were splitting you had two spoons? That is absolutely true. That was one of our um, uh, our dates. Was that at the Weber Grill? Uh, I want to say it was at, like, that Champ's place. Oh, okay. Um, it was definitely Combine, Combine week. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, actually, that absolutely happens. That is fact. I, like I split a, a, a dessert with another man. <laughs> wow! Yeah, you weren't even on a date. Yeah, commit to the commit to the commit to the calls and just get your own next time. But um, yeah, I want to kind of just talk on the 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 Mac and, and the Zappy situation. I know we're kind of beating a horse. I was hoping Bill kind of gave some clarity for us. But, yeah, I was too. But the but Mac, um, I, I just think he's I just think he's he's just beaten down to the ground here. Um. And then I think even too, and it's un, it's unfair for Zappy. Um, you know, it's a tough spot for him. Obviously, he didn't get any first team reps this training camp. Mac had all last year, had the first team uh, first team reps all camp. You kind of putting Zappy in there, and then it's just some of the critiques. Obviously, his height. We knew his height when they drafted him. Um, you know, everybody brings up the batted balls this this last game, but it wasn't really an issue the first two games. Obviously, you know, Breeze kind of worked it through. You know, you know, kind of standing on the the top, the balls of his feet and his head fakes, but. Like I said, I have. I just want to have a guy and just commit to it. And whoever it is, you know, just just have a plan, go with it. But you know, I just think, like I said, you guys mentioned it earlier. You know, just the turmoil between the teams. Um, I know they cut to the cameras on ESPN when uh, Mac threw that interception. You know, Hunter Henry came up and he, you know, he obviously was saying something to Zappy. Obviously, you can't hear what you know know what they're saying, but. You know, I fi- I feel like this is kind of getting to that 2009 territory. You know, when you know Derek Burgess and you know Sean Springs. You know, you had those older veterans that came in here in the locker room. You know, we were winning the game, losing the game, you know, and I just think Bill might lose the locker room, and I'll take it off the line. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, I, I think all those things are um, concerns. I'm not telling you they're happening or they have happened or they will happen, but they're all concerns. You I have think to that, worry that about Eric that. brought up. You yeah, have to uh, worry and just a um, little update here, um, I think, as part of what Stacey James just told everybody, Mac Jones will be speaking today at the podium. Oh, so okay. Well, that there's an indicator. Well, Matt. Well, Bailey Zappi spoke on Monday, so not necessarily. No, but we are t- we have turned the page from the game. So I don't know, just some something to think about. Uh, Melvin's in Tennessee. What's up, Melvin? Sorry, how's it going on? Hey, hey. Uh, my, I'm gonna like redirect from the quarterback talk, but my biggest thing I I feel like defensively is. It's funny to me, I think maybe Deuce said it yesterday, I can't remember, but we have all these big guys, but we still can't stop the run. That's just 
concerning me. It, it's, um, I don't know, we're getting a break with, of course, Brees Hall being out. He's a good back. And Zach Wilson's wacky at the quarterback position, obviously. So um, I feel like that um, I'm just concerned with every time I get confidence, like we just stop Nick Chubb and stuff like that. They just clearly we're not the same team. But whenever I start to really feel confident defensively, we have one of these. So I just I want to see them go in there and, and limit the Jets to to what they can do because this is this is kind of a must win bounce back with a lot going on. This is the game to where like it could really derail. I wouldn't say derail your season. Well, I guess it can be because things are in you know kind of up and down right now. And Mac Jones, we had this last year where you know they were on this big win streak, number one seed, then you get blown out by. The bill, so it's ups and downs this whole since he's been here. So this is one of these times where like you have to go on the road against a Jets team. I don't think it's very good, but what the, they're five and two, so they're doing something, I would think. So you have to go into this environment, division rival, and win this game for your your I, team I, and the I future think, and everything you need it. I think the next week. two are must wins. Paul would say the next three are must wins. Yeah. You yeah. can't yeah. you can't lose to the teams that you're behind and yeah. expect to, right. to make the playoffs. And the three teams that they play the next three weeks are all ahead of them. Yeah. The Jets, the Colts, and the Jets. Yep. These are the teams that you're mm-hmm. fighting with for a wild card. Yep. Yep. You yeah. gotta beat them. So we gotta get it. Yep. Like right. you beat Cleveland. That's Thanks, Melvin. Like beating Cleveland was an important win for that reason. Like you had to beat Cleveland. I think you have to beat these these three teams. And I mean, you could go into uh a whole conversation about the psyche of the team, like the, just the mentality and confidence level. I'm not even considering that. That's all valid. Like if you lose these games, then, you know, what are you left with, you know, to try to prop up? Um, whoever you play at quarterback, if he loses, now you got the, the half the team saying if the other guy played, we would have won. Right. You know, like you got issues. Yep. So you better win. Yep. Uh, Willems and Fellum, what's up, William? Oh, he gave up. Sorry about that. Uh, Patty and Agawam, what's up, Patty? What's going on, guys? Hey. Uh, just a couple things. I'll I will uh, corroborate what what Maddie LePan and and uh, Maddie Morell saw on the broadcast. Mac did look like he dropped an f bomb after uh, Bailey threw that touchdown pass to Jacoby Myers. Uh, my my question is, you gotta get, you guys have to forgive my ignorance. I don't even know the dude's name, the the guy that they picked up from Jacksonville via the trade, but is is he any good? Because I don't James, I don't watch any Jacksonville games. Yeah, James Robinson is one of those. He was an undrafted free agent a couple years ago. He had a thousand yard season. He's been reasonably productive. They drafted Travis Etienne, who missed all of last year with an injury that he suffered yep. in the summer, and they're giving the the Jags are giving the number one role to him. And this guy was expendable, and they got a couple of draft. Well, they got a conditional draft pick for him. Um, is he great? No. Is he Brees Hall? No. But it's a good it's a good pickup for the Jets. And I would think as a running back, you you let him practice all week. He should be up to speed as to what he's doing. And I'd expect to see him Sunday if he's healthy. I mean, I don't know. I know he was dealing with some knee injury or something with Jacksonville when he was there. But I would expect to see him. And do I think he's you know the the next Barry Sanders? No. He's not. He's not going to replace Brees Hall, but he's a solid running back. Yep. But they needed a body. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then stopping the run more so than stopping the pass concerns me this week. 
with the Jets and the well, uh, absolutely with the Jets, yeah, because the Jets don't don't throw the ball. But they're like they're a lot well, like Chicago. All, they don't. But I guarantee you, they'll they'll come out throwing just like Fields. First, what two three plays they threw the ball because they know we want it. You know, they they know we're going to gear up to stop the run. They'll throw the ball. You watch. You um, watch. I don't think all that that's accurate. All right. That's all I, that's all I got. Fields first two plays were passes in the game. No, Montgomery left tackle four yards. Montgomery left tackle two yards. Third and four pass to I Darnell th- Mooney. Well, maybe it was the second drive, but they they threw more than I thought they would. He did pass on first down on the second drive. Then yeah. were, then Montgomery right guard. <laughs> like no, they 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 came out running. He didn't throw that many passes. Well, eventually they didn't have to. No, but I mean, he only ended up with twenty-one pass attempts. That's what that's what the Jets will do. That's what the Jets do during this well, four-game winning streak. They won't throw the ball. Yeah, they, they they got so ahead. I mean, they didn't have to at the end. They ran the ball exclusively at the end. But they've been down like all year, and Justin Fields has attempted twenty-five passes once. I know I, he averages nineteen. Was it nineteen a game? Something I think? like that. Yeah, he was right on his average. Uh, thanks, Patty. Uh, uh, just to to. Uh, reiterate that James Robinson, his rookie year, he had 1,070 yards and seven touchdowns. That number dropped. Uh, he had um, about 80 fewer carries last year. He had 164 carries, 767 yards, and eight touchdowns. This year, he's been um, much less, uh, only 81 carries, but 340 yards, three touchdowns, 4.2 per carry, 4.5 average for his career. So he is a workmanlike running back. Um, who I think will help the Jets with, with Brees Hall out. Uh, Ray in uh, St. Louis writes in, uh, listening to Bill interview today, it just seems like we are distracted a little. I remember when we got A.B. and Bill had to get tons of negative questions about him. I felt sorry for Bill as it felt like he was under fire for what A.B. did. Now it's different. I feel maybe he started this controversy and frankly keeping it going by not putting an end to it. What do you all think? I, we kind of agree with that. I mean, that's what we've been talking about. We hope that he'll come out definitively and say, this guy's our starter, whoever uh, it is. Um, I, I do agree. I just think that the Antonio Brown is the same thing. You, if you don't want questions about a guy with a checkered pass, don't sign a guy with a checkered pass. Well, that, that's true. Yep. Um, but we're hoping that tomorrow um, he will, in fact, come out and, and say, you know, this guy's my starter. Uh, whoever it is, we're just looking for some. Definitive- yeah, I, I I do agree with the the premise yeah. of the email. I I think this was largely self induced. Um, David writes in. I can't get out of my head. Jules doing his Bill Belichick impersonation every time I watch this team lately. I agree that Bailey and Mac have similar skill sets, but you have to choose one. I have to admit, though, I've never seen the crowd more electric than it was on Monday night when Zappy came in and allowed Myers to make a great play for a touchdown on a poorly thrown wrong shoulder ball. Does that make Zappy the guy? I'm not sure. Not only was the the crowd electric, the press box was uh, unprofessionally <laughs> electric. I, I made the comment about that yesterday, and of course, someone had to like send it to Aaron Schatz. Like I was calling him. I just he like literally turned to a guy and was like, oh "My God, like this is Zappy." It was like yeah. it, it, people just were like they lost it. Yeah, it wasn't even that it was like. You know, anything really bad, it was, like, genuine, like, I can't believe this is happening. Right. <laughs> like, uh, what are you know we what I mean? witnessing here? Right. 
Uh, here are some scenarios. But, of course, want- you know, like you say something uh, about how, how – the uh, and they have to on, – on Twitter, you know, well, uh, uh, PFW, Paul was making fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like like Aaron Schatz cares what it, uh, Paul is saying. Well, about he probably him. does. Uh, I, here doubt, I doubt he even knows who I am. Here are some scenarios. I want to see what your opinions are on the likelihood of each. Highly likely could go either way or not going to happen. Mac wins four-plus games the rest of the year. Highly likely, I say. Ooh. So you got ten left. All he has to that's do a is really go, good. That's a really good number. All he has to do is go four and six. Well, he has to go five and right. five and five. It's a really good number. Yeah. I'll, I'll say. I'll say likely. Okay. Uh, Mac, but I don't feel great about it. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Mac turns the ball over eight plus oh times the rest of the year. Oh, likely. Uh, Zappy starts. It, Oh, so this is basically asking who you think is going to play the balance of the season? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Zappi starts five more games this season. Unlikely. The QB for the future isn't on this roster. Likely. Bill passes Shula in all-time wins by the end of next season. Unlikely. Unlikely. And finally, Paul agrees with Fred by the end of the show. Likely. Yeah. We always find common ground by the end. Speaking of common ground, a common person's here in Andy Hart. What's up, Andy? That felt like a shot. It was. Just, uh, uh, you just made me laugh out loud on the, the tone of, I think it was the turnovers for, for, for Mac the rest of the year. Oh, God, over. Something like well, they have 10 games left. They're not going to turn it over eight times no, in 10 I, games? It, just, it wasn't the answer as much as doing? the tone of it. I, your tone is tremendous. Okay. Uh, You're like Bill Belichick. You're great with tone. It's a tonal thing. Well, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, we, we'll we see how what goes, Bill. We'll just see how it we'll goes. Just see how it goes. <laughs> what are we seeing? What's the, just like the other night. What is the situation? <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> the whole situation. And then, and have you noticed the new thing too? The the smirk and the thanks at the end of everything. Right. Well, no, but thanks. I, thanks. I, at least they. I, I give yeah. you guys credit today, although I did not hear your voice. Oh, I asked a couple. Oh, were they like Jets related questions? No, early on. Yeah. I asked him what you need to see. We just need oh, to see. Oh, okay. I didn't recognize your voice. I give you guys. Fred said it right away. I give you, you guys. It would have been easy, and I think flashing back 10 years or so ago when everything was, you know, Super Bowl or bust, it would have stopped much, much sooner. Well, he would have stopped it. I don't think he ever put a hard stop, like a-hole, I'm done here, you a-holes, stop to it today. He kind of let it go. Right. In a way. Well, I think he's, And that might be because guys, his team is in chaos. Him with very re- yeah. Very thought, relevant I, questions. I thought you, guys you came pushed. at it. You came at it in different angles. I thought, I thought you know, you guys did the best job you could. I thought we were close to a yeah. Tom Curran headbutt. I, I'm, you know, like. <laughs> like he goes, it's a fair question. I'm, and, it was like, and, then, and then he goes, it was a fair answer. He's like, eh, not really. <laughs> not really. But a fair answer came with a smirk. Yeah. Like he's, he's like a he little knows. smirk. He knows what he's doing. He knows yeah. what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. And I think he's showing us. I know what I'm doing. Well, you know, I, I actually maybe I'm reading way too much into the thanks and the smirks and all that. He he's extending a tiny olive branch, but also doing it in a condescending fashion. Yeah, right. <laughs> was my take on right. it. Right, but uh, no, it was fine. I, I mean, I have no idea where we are. Like, yeah. I don't feel any more. My my feeling is that he knows what he's going to do. It's Mac. He's not going to tell us before he tells his team. It's a walkthrough. It's a walkthrough today. So there's tomorrow. Nothing- yeah, he'll yeah. say it. Well, Mac is is talking today. Right, I was told. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I don't know what that means because Bailey talked oh, last week didn't and announced that he he did. Oh, okay. 
Bailey talked last week, but at that point they at hadn't the seen Mac at, right. at, in practice And yet. then Max was at his locker. Right. So, like, I don't know that you definitively – then they both did the production meeting. So, like, I don't know – all these little tea leaves we like to try to read, or right. I, I don't know that you have yeah. I think it's going to be Mac on Sunday. I agree with you. I, I, think, think, it sh- I think it should be Mac on Sunday. Do you – I think Bill's... You're a zappy guy, though. I've heard you on the radio with Fitzy. Um, what do you mean by a zappy guy? Like, you think zappy should be playing. No. I think Mac is better. Oh, then, and I think then, Mac, so I don't think changed the, your tune. I don't think the delta between Mac and zappy is as, as far as you'd like it to be. I don't think, <laughs> there's, I don't think there's much of a difference. Um, you know, like, uh, but God forbid he threw a pick because his ball hit the uh, wire. It you know, didn't, it, hit, it the didn't wire. hit the wire. <laughs> I'm not sure it did or it didn't. It, didn't. it was still a terrible throw and a terrible decision. Right. Yes. You know why it hit the wire? Because the guy running the thing was like, no idiot quarterback would throw it this high, uh, and then he threw this like big Because he, he threw a punt. He, um, it, it, yeah. he and, did. And listen, ESPN put a statement out to say it didn't. Now, I'm not... Like, oh, just like the league said that they didn't ask for an autograph? Correct. Do we believe these now? Co- correct. <laughs> no, I, officer, I wasn't speeding. I was, okay, go about your business. He, he, he talk was, about a tonality. He was getting, say no. he can't even getting your a phone number from a golf pro. I feel like I'm... Uh, uh, I gotta tell you, Morell's gonna be my like agent uh, or something. I'm He's a just battered. giggling back there, like he, I oh, need he him in my audience. Like a battered spouse. We had a nice call from from he Eric uh, a, a little while ago. From I'm, Eric Scalavino no. from New Jersey. Oh. from New Jersey, who, who said he heard, he heard that? <laughs> Did you tell the story about you and I sharing the the, the chocolate chip Sunday? Yes. <laughs> he just called Paul out. For <laughs> he that. called me. He called my manhood into question. Now, I didn't tell it all in like I would 15 years ago. Right. It's a different no, economy. You can't, you can't, can't say what I might have said. Not in this but. You shared that dessert with Andy. Did you get like what one bite out of it by the time he finished it? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> what are you giggling about? Because <laughs> I'm just thinking of how ridiculous it was that we shared that stupid. I, yeah, dessert. we were. You know, we were ahead yeah. of our time we, in some we, places. We probably also had you know ten beers each in us, and maybe didn't quite feel like we could put the whole thing down. And, and I don't somehow know. you ended up in the same hotel room at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this tryst. is this my key? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, That's not a pillow. The 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 Mac, <laughs> the, Mac the, the Mac and, and Zappy thing. Like I I think we can all sort of have an opinion as to who we think is better. And I agree with you. I think Mac Jones is better. I don't think there's a huge gap, but I think it's kind of inarguable that Zappy has played better this year than Mac Jones has. Yeah, until the wheels started to fall off a little bit. <laughs> Diminishing returns. I thought. Oh, I. This is like you know. I don't need you know. To see like twenty eight games, like I, I can see a skill set. Well, but I would also like the the difference between Mac and Zappy. Mac is not at his best right now. Mac is a broken quarterback, in my opinion, totally right. broken. He's and lost. I, I don't know how you get it back. That's on Bill. I said last night on TV Tuesday nights. Usually, I, whatever. Um, what what station? NBC Sports Boston. Okay, got a regular slot now. Wow. Kind of a big deal. Um, wow. Look at you. I, don't you think and you still don't shave? I've said no enough times that Andy is now getting the scraps. <laughs> Yeah. No, I think our guy Cherubin is uh, an advocate for me. I think he he gets yeah. me in. Um, but um, Brian's mad at me. Don't you think? Uh, well, I'm mad at him. Oh. Do, you, do you ever get on the list? Oh yeah, the every, massive every black man always gives me. You're not on the list. Like I'm not going to an effing club. You're not on the list. And he crosses his arms. They, and I'm like, like they are rather intimidating when you go in. But I'm oh, on it's the like list he's of, like a bouncer. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you and can't like, get you can't get in if, if you're, you're not, not on the list. list. You don't get in. Wow. I've actually been told if you as an employee let somebody else in, it's like. Monsters Inc. <laughs> like the, the they really? freak the f out. Like um, one of them let Felger in. Felger arrived for his ten o'clock show at typical Felger, like nine fifty six, <laughs> and they just buzzed him in and let him in. 
they all got in trouble, screamed at. They're like, we got a live TV show. He's, wow. he's the name on the TV show. We need him. But anyway, different topic, different day. I think Bill needs to go Cam Newton on Mac Jones. Remember the ridiculous buildup Bill gave Cam Newton? Yeah. Like, there's I'm- leaders, and then there's Cam Newton, and nobody works. I think he, like, you have broken this puddle of goo that is Mac Jones, interceptions, coaching, the whole damn thing. You need to find a way to fix it and build him up, and that's on you. Coaches. Well, maybe it's like the Marines, right, Matt? You, you build them down, you break them down, and you build them back up. Yeah, when do we start? Have your the own robots. W- w- what? That you got to have your own robots. Oh. We have robots in the Marines now? Well, you know what he's saying. Um, but, like, when do we start building him up? Spell it out for him? Yeah. When do we start building him up? Has that, like, cause it doesn't feel like well, that. Because pro- when Mac rolled his eyes and shook his head when Bill said, you're out, he so doesn't feel. too, huh? Yeah. Uh, didn't the whole world see it? Yeah. I mean, well, the, I was at the game. It was a good job with uh, ESPN. and the, Yeah, but I've seen it everywhere since. I People did. are using it as they should. And then what I did miss is apparently when he tells Aguilar I'm out, that's interesting as well. I missed that part. I need to see that part again. Oh, I didn't see He that. tells Nelson Aguilar I'm out, and there's like a weird exchange in body language there. But when, when Bill tells him he's out, he rolls his eyes and shakes his head. As he should. Uh, at, well, he should, he I'm not should, sure he should. He should be, but he you're, you're confusing. He should be pissed that he was. Taken yeah, you're confusing out. Yeah. being pissed with disrespecting the coach, yeah. and walking away and showing and everybody like. And I also, it's it's the year 2022. He has to know that's on camera. Right. Everything you do is well, on display. There's yeah. also evidence that after the the touchdown to Myers, that he was seen uh, sort of uh, not looking uh, exceptionally happy about it. And then he came out and greeted him. So like, the stat was a second touchdown, I believe. Oh, okay. Wasn't a good throw to Myers. No, it was terrible. But anyway, if Wes Welker with, could have done that, they would another won another Super Bowl. Uh, I, I, I good, do, Andy. I do good. feel. I do feel like. Funny uh, thing is, I'm on West side on that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I do feel like Mac Jones is the is the guy. But um, at, at the same time, I, I I think that the the bigger problem is you might not have uh, the the guy that you think oh, you that absolutely you, don't that you had. So. That, to me, is the concern moving forward. Yeah, uh, this whole season started with them trying to figure out if they were, like, taking it to the next level. Like, I keep saying closing the gap with the Bills. So far, again, we're, we're I, stuck. I, I, we do this a lot, I'd Paul. You know closing this. the gap with the Jets. But, Paul, you know Sunday. we do this. We get, In training camp, it's a big thing. Three days turn into, like, three weeks. Like, we feel like, that guy's awesome. He's so good. It'll pencil him in for this. And three weeks later, you're like, who the F is that guy? He's not even part of the rotation. Like, we get – right. And, I think to you some do that, do, you do that a lot. You're very reactionary. Yeah, yeah, you are. You're 100 percent right. Now I'm not the only one. I'm just the only one that would willing to admit it. Right. But they, they sack somebody in a preseason game in Tampa. We're gonna have the best defense ever. Oh, it's I gonna be elite. Hook, Andre, line, and Andre sinker. Carter, Gerard Mayo. Andre Cole, Carter, Gerard Mayo. Split. Defensive player of the year. Um, but uh, yeah, I do need to go. But real quick, I'll, I'll wrap this up. No, I gotta I forget a hit over there. Um. I forget what I was going to say. All right. Anyway, the guy, the guy, the <laughs> oh, no. thing. Oh, we're only like six games. Even Bill saying, I'm not going to evaluate a guy midseason when the guy's missed three games. Like, Mac is in, the, if he has the career I think he's going to have, no matter what, he's playing in league for 10 years. Somehow, some way, if Brian Hoyer can play for a decade, yeah. Mac Jones playing oh, for a yeah. decade. Absolutely. But, so this is like a teeny little blip on the radar right. of his career. And we may be in three years saying, I can't believe we doubted him when he had that little slump in early 2022. So Fair enough. Ten okay. seconds. Yes or no, does Bill name the starter tomorrow? Somehow, some way, we know that Mac is the starter. Yes. I agree. Tomorrow. Announce it. I don't. That feels weird. I, I don't know how it gets to yeah. us, I think which mouthpiece he uses. It'll be known well, tomorrow. You know, we, we went out to practice yesterday. Uh, you know, we, you know we, we, everything looks good, and Mac's going to be the starter. I feel like that. something like that is coming like, somehow. I think somewhere. you can announce okay, it like that. Yeah. All right, Andy's right. got to go. Thanks, Thanks, Andy. For, thanks for stopping in. We really enjoy these little uh, drive-bys.
It's good. Ch- chin wags. Yeah. Hardy likes to call them. Remember when Felger used to do that? Oh, those were Epic. those were legends. Epic. Yeah. So the only thing that could get me to keep my mouth shut was just watching you and Felger go at it. Oh, oh he, he beautiful. Would, he would start screaming at me, call me a liar. Get the me whole a thing. Break. Yeah. Um, all right, 855-PASS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Let's go to Willem and Philem, who's back on the line. What's up, Willem? Hey, Fred. How you doing? Good. Where do I begin at? Oh. Damn. <laughs> um, well, Max should be the starter. I'll, I'll start there. And I, I'm going to give uh, praises to uh, Matthew Juna. Straight, straight. He did the best that he could, though. I just wish they'd get him some help too on the other side, or, or a linebacker, somebody, something, because he's going to get. I think he's going to just burn out at some point. Judon. Yeah. Well, okay. I think I think that's why they're trying to yes. cut back on his workload a little bit. But you, you notice know, we'll he's see. not. He doesn't have the same amount of plays at this point in the year that he did last year. So, you know, like right. what Paul's saying. Yeah, he's they, down, he's, yeah. His snaps are down a little bit from last year. But when he's out there, he's full He's full speed. Well, with the pass rush, yeah. 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 I think he was a problem last night, uh, Monday night against the run. But yeah. Like everybody else, okay. I'm not blaming him. I just think he was not part of the solution. Right. And, all, and also, like, what, what is going on? Like, almost, what, three, four years it is, they can't, uh, they can't stop the run. Miss tackling. It, it's just – it's. Yeah, I think I think you know the same thing every time, and Bill's behind all this. Like, I mean, you have not fixed this problem with over since what 2019. Yeah, like you can't stop the run. Why? Why haven't you got a deep tackle? See, wouldn't Jordan Davis be nice right about now? This is what this is the stuff that we all talked about. Referee fans, referees, Patriots on filter itself. Though, it is. I mean, when are when are you going to get it? Like. You got to stop the run. I mean, like it was Justin Fields. It's the Chicago Bears. How come you can stop the Lions and get and you can blow them out, or you can stop Cleveland to some certain degree, and y'all and y'all win that game, but you can't beat the Bears? Do you think Tom Brady will go for that shit? Nope. Easy, easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, he, <laughs> listen, it was a bad. It was a bad loss. Yeah. It was a bad loss. Um, you know, and I and I think you're right to talk about the defense. Um, you know, I, I know the quarterback thing is the main story, and it is. But okay. more troubling was the play of the the entire the entire team the other day. I thought defensively they were terrible. I thought special teams I were agree. terrible. Um, so I agree. They, they they have to to go back to the to the basics. I I do think that they 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 missed a lot of tackles. They got pushed. They got pushed around the other day. I thought David Montgomery got a lot of his yards after contact, and that can't happen. I'd expect to a better performance against the Jets, who we're going to try yep. to play in a similar way. Yep. Thanks, William. Appreciate the call. Uh, Eldred's in North Carolina. Hey, Eldred. Hey, hey fellas. How y'all doing? Good. Yeah. Okay. Got a question for you. Couple, uh, couple guys who was talking. Do you think, you know, y'all wondering why they didn't play in the young guys as much, even though, you know, you got Collins back and you think Bill chasing more, 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 uh, mortality? That he won't get win bad as on or what, but he's but he's you know. But what is this about the young guys getting around quick enough? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think the young guys sat out the other day. I mean, Uche was inactive. Yeah, he, yeah. but was like it? Anthony Jennings started. Yeah, and played and played the whole game. Um, they didn't have. I don't think they had young guys that didn't. 
Like Jack Jones played a big yeah, role Marcus again. Jones Marcus played. Jones doesn't play a ton of defense, but he was out there a little bit, and yeah. he actually made a, a good a good pass breakup on one of those plays coming across the the field from the slot. Um, I, I think some of the linebackers they haven't used the faster ones, but I don't think it's necessarily about eight. Like Mac Wilson and Rayquan McMillan are not the no. young the young guys. They've, they've got a few years in the oh. league. Okay, if you leave, uh, what I'm li- listening to was that press conference. What he, what I, how he praised Salah, Salah by starting those young guys. They got a year under, under, under their belt. Yeah, uh, they getting it. Okay, that all of their players, like basically, with the exception of C.J. Mosley, like their whole defense is like in year four or less. Okay, so my question is, why you couldn't do it? You're the greatest coach of all time. That's my question. Yeah, you know, getting the right players and. Just stick with it because you know you're in a rebuild. I know everybody wants to play off Super Bowls, but... But don't you like think that that is what he's doing? Like last year, they didn't play any young guys. This year, you you know, you've seen Christian Barmore, Jack Jones, Marcus Jones. Like I, I think that they're they're getting some of these younger players more involved. Right? Yeah, don't, don't you I think that, that? Don't you think that, that's yeah. a process? Now, I agree with you. I yeah. don't like the move to, to add so, Jamie Collins to the mix. That that does nothing for me. Um but I mean, I, I, I think they, I think they're starting to play young guys earlier in their careers. McGrone and Perkins hurt. Uh, McGrone's on the practice squad. Perkins is on IR. Okay, but Perkins can't play. Yeah. Well, I just one. Well, y'all have y'all have a good one. All right, thank you. I mean, I, I just feel like that they have. I mean, I, I called for this all last year. I remember arguing with you about it. I, I think that they've done it a little bit. I don't. That's not a huge complaint for me no, this, this year. I think the young guys have gotten more opportunities. Now, with that comes inconsistency. That's why the, like, I don't believe in the Jets because I don't think you could be that young and, and, and win games. You know, I give them a lot of credit. They're 5-2. and two. They've won four in a row. I, I just think that they easily could have lost any of these games. And I, I think they've had some really good fortune along the way. They missed Russell Wilson last week. They missed Tua against Miami. They get two touchdowns in the last minute of the game against Cleveland. Like, there's some good fortune involved in their in their five and two record. It all ends next week. Yeah, I, I mean, Fred, I got to be honest with you. I don't want. I'll, I'm not going to tip my hand, but I think you're right. Like, I, I just, <laughs> I, 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 I don't think that you can win a lot of games the way that they've tried to win them. And I give them credit. I think they're going in the right direction. Yeah. And if Salah knows what he's doing, I think they can be good. Yeah. Like, I think that they have the pieces in place. To build together, and then you know you get three, four years in with that group group core of talent. Assuming like Wilson Garrett, can play, like Garrett Garrett yeah. Wilson has been their best receiver. Uh, Jermaine Johnson has been uh, he was out of the lineup last week injured, but he's been reasonably productive. Sauce Gardner has been one of the best rookies in football. Period. Rookie of the year candidate. Yep. Like when you start doing things like that, Brees Hall was a second round pick, and he was and he, a and he was lighting the, it up. He was a candidate too for rookie. You know, of the year. so when you start doing that, when if you can get to like year three with a young core that now has thirty five, forty NFL games under their belt, now you should be okay. Yeah. So I think they're going in the right direction. I just think that they're not that good right now. Same, uh, with, same with the Giants. Right. They're they're getting some good fortune. David in Bethlehem writes, and I was willing to cut Patricia some slack, but I see a conflict between theory and practice for which he is responsible. Who has responsibility for coaching the OL? Who has responsibility for integrating the new offensive scheme? Scheme. Who makes the play calls? Who designs the plays? 
While I agree that Mac hasn't been as good as last year, much blame goes to Matty P. And last point, Mac was blindsided in game one when Brown whiffed. Um, K.A. Singh, a back injury. I don't know what that means. Causing. Okay. Uh, he could uh, he could have a lingering problem which wouldn't hit the injury list, and Zappi is just too short. The fix I, is I, – I think that there's um, some validity to his Mac Jones thing. Again, I know it reeks of excuse-making. I, I agree. But I think there's a chance that he's been dealing with stuff yeah. from that hit. And he says the fix is let Mac pick the first drive plays, and if they work, problem solved. Well – not sure about that, but well, just so you know, Mac picked the first drive play last week because he changed the play at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> he did, yeah. Well, fair enough. I'm just not a big. I'm not big into the like the the sequence of plays, the, the whatever. Like, I don't think it's out of the realm of like. I don't think it's a crazy notion to come out and and and, and do eleven personnel on first and ten from the twenty three. Like, I don't think that that's like this. They're setting him up to fail, kind of a plan, right? Like, I, I just – the play calls for one guy to the other guy. Like, I'm sorry. That just bores me. Uh, Bill and Bozeman writes in, there are a couple of things bothering me about the quarterback discussion. First is the comparisons to Brady and Bledsoe. Fred has said that Bill should just tell us or at least the team who the quarterback is so they can rally around that guy. But Mac hasn't done anything to deserve that at this point. He had a solid but not great rookie season, and it looks like he's regressed. At best, he's stayed the same. If Zappi is pushing for the starting job, that's great. There's supposed to be competition. Whether or not Mac is the guy is hardly obvious at this point. Second, well, I'm concerned. Can I just stop after one? Sure. I want to defend you. All right. I don't think you said he needs to, it needs to be Mac Jones. No, I said just pick one. Just pick a guy, and, and, it, and I, I also don't think you ever said it needs to be permanent. But may, well, So if you, if you pick a starter, right, right. And, Mac jo- and let's just say you pick Mac Jones, and he goes out and – you know, throws for 178 yards and three picks on Sunday. Yeah. Y- you don't have to keep playing him every week. You always have the right to change your mind. <laughs> uh, I agree that yeah. he hasn't done anything to earn the, the Brady treatment. I agree with that. Yeah. And then if that happens, then on – But I, I think to your point, I think the team would be better served to have the identity of the guy, like, like show confidence. This is what we're doing moving forward. Right. And I would say to give him at least a couple of games. If he doesn't, if he doesn't improve and he keeps giving the ball away, yeah, you got to make a change. You got to do that. Second, I'm concerned that Paul is experiencing some cognitive dissonance regarding Bill. He was very dismissive of the caller who brought up his record without Brady. Oh, I, I am not dismissive of that. I'm just saying we knew what he was talking about. Right? That he night. was going on and on. I agree that it was pretty ridiculous to point to that a few years ago, right after Brady left. But there is a lot more evidence now supporting Absolutely. the Brady side. How long are we going to continue to assert that Bill is the greatest and not wonder if he isn't a big part of the problem? Yeah, at, at like one fifteen a.m. when the guy is going chapter and verse, like right. you know, in 91, he went, and in 94, and I'll cut him some slack in 95 because they were moving. Like everybody knows that they're rough. I think they're eight games. I think the number is eight right now. But they're roughly 10 games under five hundred in a large sample size without Brady. Everybody knows that. Like that's like I'm not dismissing the the fact. I just I knew what the guy was saying and was trying to move it along a little bit. Uh, let's see. So many emails. And yes, we get. I I, I personally get a little cranky on overnights. Uh, yeah, you post game shows. You, you do. I get tired. You just want to get going. I just found like yesterday. I, I I texted Beth at like 
10:30. I was like uh, Danny Glover in uh, Lethal Weapon. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just getting too old for this bleep. Like I was exhausted yesterday. Yeah, and I I didn't used to feel like that. No, it's tough. I it's, think I was asleep at about 8:45 last night. It gets tougher and tougher to recover. Uh, Mike in Binghamton, New York. I want to take a second to appreciate something Fred said last week about evaluating both Mac and Zappy objectively. As a fan who has no knowledge of the X's and O's, I appreciate the fact that this show makes a dedication to objective criticism, even sometimes to the ire of the fan base. Look at you, Paul. Just kidding. When no, there, that, that's, that's accurate. When there are other shows that may not be so objective to get viewers, I think that is a strong characteristic of you guys. In writing this Tuesday night, I'm not so sure if there will be any news on Wednesday morning. We know that during his EEI. Okay, so we, we, we know what happened after that, but appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate it, too. I would just say that I don't think people are critical to get viewers. Like, I don't think that helps you. Like, if you go on a Twitter feed, I'll show. I mean, I can show you what happens when you say something critical. Like, it's nasty because the majority of people that are following you are fans of the team that that you that you cover. No, but you get so they the, don't want to hear you. But you get you, the engagement. No, but what I'm saying is, it's not the way to to like boost the ratings to say I don't believe this, but I'm going to say Mac Jones stinks. Well, did you have you that, talked to Adam Jones lately? That's not the way. It, that's not the way it works. Oh. No, because Adam Jones is entertaining. I know, but he's he's funny. He's 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 purposely critical. I but mean, he, let's face it. He, I think he's perfectly cynical. Like purposely, okay. perfectly, like he's funny. Yeah. If he just like said everybody stinks all the time, no one would, would want to listen to that. He's funny about it. Uh, Kevin in Burlington. It's not for everybody, by the way. <laughs> Kevin in Burlington. I was at the game, and I'll admit I was angry with Mac slash Bill in loudly booed. At least for me, there were a few factors as to why. Firstly, I'm a Mac guy. I loved his decision-making last season, and I was able to look past his physical limitations because of it. Watching him try to play from behind against the Ravens at the end of that game, he was making bad decisions, and his limitations were glaring. Coming out to start on Monday, they weren't moving the ball and found themselves in a hole, and once again we saw bad decisions, Mac throwing a pick off his back foot. I also found myself looking at Justin Fields having little trouble moving the ball and couldn't help but think back to the 2021 draft and the pros and cons of each quarterback. We all sold ourselves on Mac for his decision-making, and drank Bill's Kool-Aid when he didn't move up to get fields. All in all, it was definitely a frustrating night, and Mac heard it. The hope is that he isn't that emotional to the point where he we can't get past it. Be a grown-up, play well, and turn this thing around. The fans will come around. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I see a lot of points in that. I mean, like to me, what I what I and I put the crowd on the bad list, and we talked about that yesterday. It wasn't because people booed. I, like I think booing's part of the game. And I actually heard Dante Scarnecchia this morning on on WEEI saying, you know, it's it's the it's the NFL. It's big boy football. Like you have to be able to deal with that. And I agree. I think it was kind of ridiculous that before Mac really even took a snap, there was a smattering of zappy chants. Right. Like I would think that the fans would at least be excited about the guy coming back and hoping that he's ready to go. Now three. Uh, you know, three three and outs or whatever, two three and outs and a pick. If if you're like want to boo, like well you're booing the performance, right? Like I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I I just thought the zappy chants were a bad look. Did you? I mean, if you disagree, like because I know some people you know kind of snap back at me on that. 
and they they disagreed. But I well, I, I just thought. Before he even really stepped on the field, people were, were telling everybody they didn't like the fact that he was on the field. Yeah, well, it just showed how fickle they are, you know, but, and, but they like Zappy better. So now... Like, if you want Zappy to play, so, I don't think that's a bad look. But I would hope that those people that were screaming for Zappy after the second half should want Zappy to start this game as well. well. They shouldn't go back on that. Well, what I'm saying is if you want Zappy to play because you think Zappy is better, that's your opinion. I don't think that's wrong. No, that's fine. But, but you're you, booing, you should still want Zappy You're booing to the guy who the coach chose to play because why? Because you they, want the other guy to play? Because they like Zappy. Like, yeah. that's, like that to me is kind of silly. Uh, Bill in D.C., I've always been an, uh, I Bill, uh, in Bill I Trust guy, but I have to question that trust after the way he handled Mac Monday night. Mac did everything right this offseason, took a leadership role with the players, got himself in great physical shape, then rushed himself back after a pretty bad injury. And what did all that hard work earn him from his head coach? Virtually nothing. Pulling him after a few series was just wrong on the part of Bill. Mac deserved the right to try and work off a month's worth of rust, yanking him for the fans. Newest flavor of the month was a huge blunder for a guy with his coaching experience. James White said this morning that the locker room is 100% behind Mac. If that's true, then Bill needs to immediately name Mac the starter against the Jets, or else we could see a real divide between the players and the coaches. All due respect to James White, I don't think there's 100% in that locker room for anybody right now. Yeah. Do you agree? Um, I think there has to be doubt on yeah, some Yeah, I don't think they know what to do. I think there has to be some doubt. Yeah. On, on some, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Juan writes That's why in, I think this is a huge crossroads game. Right. Juan and Stratford, I'm Team Mac until we're certain he can't play. According to Jason Lockenfora, Mac Jones could could be available but for trade by the Combine. That's ridiculous. I oh, almost, oh, by the Combine. I'm yeah. sorry. I almost barfed at this take earlier, but after listening to the past hour of PU, I no longer can dis- discard this possibility. If you want to tell me that Zappi plays the rest of the season and Mac asks for a trade— I, I think that could be a realistic. So do you think? Like, let's just say for argument's sake that Zappy starts on Sunday and he plays okay and then he plays the rest of the year. And they win. They, they win enough. Okay. You know, they win nine games. Yeah. Don't you think that Mac Jones would, would be, you know, do you think it would be unrealistic to say – that Mac Jones would would go to them and say, "Can you, you, you can you trade me?" Oh no, for him to say that, no, I don't think. Right that's now, I'm not telling you that he will be traded, and neither did that report, according right. to what the guy just said. He said he could be available by the combine next year. Now, I thought when I said no way, I thought he meant by the, for the trade deadline this year. Yeah, which is Tuesday. Right. And there's no way they're trading him now. Uh, Chris wants to know what reporter sounds like McLovin. It's hilarious to think he's in the room asking post game questions. Yeah, I, I, for once, I am going to show some, some maturity, and I will not divulge the I, I honestly that don't know, so I don't have to even uh, say I'm not answering because yeah. I don't know. Um, let's see. Mike says, after reading Evan's piece after further review, he noted that the Patriots seem to run two different offenses with Mac and Zappi. Is there a reason they can't blend the two together? Is it just, well, that's the whole thing. Yeah, I, are they actually doing? All that? due respect to Evan, I said it when he was here. I don't believe that that's the case. Yeah. I believe that they there are times they run different plays because I think different quarterbacks have different strengths. Also, like I that's think, coaching. You know, like you have to take into consideration. Okay, Zappy comes in after three failed drives, and you're down ten nothing. 
So maybe if Mac had still been in there, they would have called the same plays that they had well, called. What was the first pass? What was the first pass that Mac Jones threw in the the game the other night? Do you recall? Was it the Hunter Henry? No, it was a pass on the sideline that he airmailed oh, oh, Tyquan Thornton on a twelve-yard out. Now the play ended up getting called back for offsetting penalties. Right, but I mean there was nothing like there was no egregious bombs away. That's like a drive-starting kind of play, a twelve-yard out. He overthrew him by five yards. Yep. What's up? Tamara's back. Uh, Jeff in California. During the offseason, Paul made the point, and I was with him, that no matter what happened this season, the Patricia and Judge would get the blame for any struggles the offense had. Almost halfway through the season, it almost seems like a total opposite. Prior to the Baltimore game, that is the way it was trending. But then when the team had some success on offense against Baltimore and then Zappi played reasonably well versus the next three opponents, all the blame seemed to shift to Mac for the offensive troubles. After seven games, who do you guys put more blame on for where the team is at currently? Patricia Judge and Bill or Mac Jones in the players? Yeah, I, I would disagree just slightly. I think his premise is, is pretty good. I think it's still on, like, by far and away, it's Matt, uh, Matt Patricia. And I think that you're seeing it now manifested in they're calling different plays. Like, just what they that the previous emailer just said. Like, there's different playbooks for the different different offenses for the different guys. I think what slightly changed this last game is now instead of people blaming Patricia and Judge for all that, that ails the offense, what Bill did with the quarterbacks has is, is gotten him in the crosshairs now, right? Yep. I think when they were playing well with Zappi, I think that Patricia was rightly, by the way, getting credit for adjusting. She- yeah, well, yeah. shepherding a young kid yeah. onto the field and not necessarily hanging him out to dry. He was supporting him and, and helping him. Um, but I don't. Th- I, I still think that the, anything that was going wrong offensively in the first several weeks was on Matt Patricia. Remember it- when they, they, they had the ball in overtime against Green Bay and they they ran the ball? You know, like Matt Patricia, he's got to, you know, they, they got to go for the game right there. Like, it wasn't until this quarterback decision Monday night, now Bill's yeah. sort of drawing the ire of some fans. Uh, it's funny how, like, Somebody can hear the same story and read it differently. Uh, that happens all the time. Uh, now, uh, Gary in New Jersey says, Jason Lackenfor has stated that Mac Jones will be made available for trade prior to next year's combine. Will be made. Okay. Not could be. Will be. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a long way to go before we uh, get there. Tamara's long back. Way to go. First of all, Evan, I asked him to walk with me back from practice, and wow. this man decided to get in a car. Oh, wow. Uh, Lazy. Was she good looking, Evan? First of all, oh. Bar- Bar- a- Alex yes. Barnes so, very so good. Lazy. I knew it had to be. <laughs> so lazy. First of all. Well, they, they, they recorded their podcast he's on the too, way over here. He's too here. good to walk. It's ridiculous. First of all, Stacy said, please drive over. So I followed the rules, no, no, and no. we drove over. All right, that's exactly no. what I heard after no. Bill wrapped up. He said, "Everybody, he gave, please drive no, over to he practice." Gave the option. He gave the option. I didn't hear you any can options. Walk with him. I have the option or to drive. drive over. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, walk, I'm like, Evan has walk. no camera equipment, no tripod, no camera. He has no excuse. I have my driving. laptop. I mean, that's a little heavy. No, no. Uh, so we've been talking about Bill's press conference, yeah. and um, I, I think you guys did a good job. Uh, you know, collectively, the, the whole room of going at him and not letting up, and you know, trying to get the information from different angles. And you know, Bill was being Bill and smiling while he did it, but he wasn't going to tell you. Uh, but he did say maybe tomorrow. Um, and maybe. I think that you know, my my 
my um, speculation is that he wants to tell the team before he tells anyone else. Yeah, because I'm like, after this walkthrough, you're really going right. to see something. Exactly. You're not going to see anything. Right. I so, think in his head yeah. he knows what he's going to do. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I just love how he replaced day by day with, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. That's the new yeah. saying. No more day by day. That's retired now. We've entered the, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. yeah I, I do think there's obviously something kind of like what you guys are hinting at. There's something that they need to do first before yeah. he can come out and tell Fred everybody came out else. right away and said maybe he hasn't had a chance to talk to the team yet. Yeah. yeah. He wants to tell the team. And I think that that's very plausible. Yeah. Maybe it's that. Maybe they are doing stuff, testing Mac's ankle after we leave you know, from practice today to, right. even though it's a walkthrough, maybe it's it's a conditioning situation where they're just going to have him run on it or what, I, I don't know, whatever the case may be. Cool. But there's obviously something transpiring between uh, today at his press conference to tomorrow at his second press conference of the week that maybe could change yeah. the answer but to that But more importantly, somebody is back from practice. <laughs> Evan has returned from practice. Evan has returned from practice. Yeah, Evan has returned from practice. What was the mood? Who wasn't there? What did he see? All right, so Evan and Tamara are back from practice. And what was the mood and what did you see? Well, we were missing three players. Kyle Duggar, David Andrews, and Christian Barmore not spotted. Three key players. At practice. So Duggar is dealing with an ankle. Barmore is a knee. And obviously Andrews is a head injury. Just a little bit of what we saw. Obviously, James Ferentz figures to be the top backup option to replace David Andrews in the starting lineup. But I also wouldn't rule out... Chasen Hines being somewhere on that center depth chart, not ahead of James Ferentz necessarily, but I do think that if, let's say he's the third string center at the moment, if something were to happen to James Ferentz, Yadni Kajust was back at practice, so his IR return clock is now ticking, so that signals that they might be bringing him back, and we also saw kicker Tristan Viscaino back at practice, so maybe signing him off uh, to the practice squad again Can after releasing him. Oh, don't know. Mm. Ooh. That's a good question. You can be very mean when things snarky. aren't Jake going well for you. Jake has not punted well. He hasn't. Yeah. Let's face it. Yeah. You know, it's going on two years now. It's yeah. a weird thing too because we we've asked Cam Accord before because let's face it, like we're punting and kicking is a whole different ball game, I right? Know. Like yeah. I, we're not going to sit here and start breaking down punter mechanics and things like that. So we we've tried to get some insight out, out of Cam Accord, and I'm not trying to say that he's punting well by any means but i do think in certain situations there might be things going on that they're telling him to do where they're not necessarily going for distance or they're not necessarily going um you know for a spe- they're trying to kick a specific type of punt i don't think they're telling him to hit a line drive directly to no, yeah. no. I, I think that there is like there's a couple of things here and and uh <laughs> i didn't count this on the list of things i didn't think would come up today during the show but punt- it's a valid good, point good punting talk so I do think that he's struggled with plus 50 punting. I don't think that he's done a good job of uh, pinning Keeping him. it out of the end zone. Pe- pe- right. well, like pinning him inside the 10 specific. Because I think a lot of people, like the stat is inside the 20. I think there's a big difference between like a fair catch at the 17 mm-hmm. and then one at like the 7. Yeah, they do both you know? now. Some places have both inside 10 and inside so 20. So I, I think that he's struggled with touchbacks as opposed to inside the 10. Um, and that's, you know, that can make a bad net average. But to your point, Fred, I've seen too many 30-something-yard punts from his own 20. And I would say 
like to Evan's point, that sometimes it's directional. Sometimes they're going, you know, keeping it away. They're giving up like chunky returns. Yeah. yeah. Like multiple times. Um, uh, Duvernay had the a. The one in Baltimore is. Duvernay a had a 40 something yard return. Yeah. The guy, like the other night, Pettis was clearly like compromised with a hamstring problem that he left at, at early in the first half and then came back. He had a couple of plays in the open field that I think were touchdowns if he was if he was healthy, and that was one of them. Yeah. That punt return. So, yeah, they might be telling him to directional punt or do you know do something, but it's yeah. not working. They get tricky with the spin on the ball too. So, uh, the muff punt last week in Cleveland. Matthew Slater actually gave Jake Bailey credit. <laughs> this is where I can't for kicking a certain type of ball. Right, the spin on the ball is a certain way that makes it difficult for the the punt returner to field. So I, I'm not saying that Jake Bailey's punting well. I'm with everybody that he's not punting well. I'm just telling you that when we ask people about it, they're like, "Oh, well, you know, sometimes we're trying to do different things, and you know, they're kind of excusing it away." Yeah, which is interesting, I think. So back to practice. You were indoors. Yes. Yep. Yes. Um. Um. Was there a lot of people in there from the media, or like, do they limit amount. it when they go indoors? Uh, not no, anymore. Not anymore. No yeah. more COVID limitations inside, yeah. so everybody can go. It was a pretty good contingent. I think Belichick's press conference this morning was a draw, and then we also found out that Mac Jones is going to be talking this afternoon. Well, I thought as you well. were going to say we also found out it was Chick Fil A. Yes, well, they did. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is valid. It is Chick Fil A. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, <laughs> Mac Jones eat? is speaking today. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't already eat. Yeah, Mac Jones is speaking at the podium. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he'll, be, you know, give the same answers <coughs> as, as Bill. Yeah, well, whatever the coach says, you know, we're just trying. But to that's the that. other thing about not naming the starters because by obligation they have to bring a quarterback to the podium. Right. right. Every mm-hmm. usually they do it on Wednesdays. It doesn't matter what day it is, but by obligation the quarterback needs to talk. I think technically in the ru- in the bylaws it's the starting quarterback. I was just gonna say, but I don't. You know, now in this situation, who the heck knows who the well, starting quarterback and is. And then they but. did ask if Bailey Zappi would be available at his locker. And he's like, we don't know yet. Okay. So. But they have to fulfill that obligation. So now Mac Jones is going to go out in front of the podium after Bill declined to name him the starter. And now he's going to have to field a million questions about what's happening for the game on Sunday. And he's going to have to answer questions. It's going to be that's a Bill question. Uh, about who's playing in the game and if what the situation is going to be and stuff like that so look i know he's going to have his rehearsed answers Mm -hmm. but you're still opening him up to having to to go out there and 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 essentially fall on the sword like zappy did last week right it's just unnecessary unnecessary well hopefully behind the scenes he's saying the right things to the players so that they know what the plan is because we don't know right now um Anything else like that came out of practice that you want to talk about? I, you know, it's a, it was a walkthrough, right? Just mm-hmm. uh, yeah, shorts and shells, or yeah. Uh, Trent Brown wasn't in a jersey, so we we could be seeing like a veteran day off or something like that uh, there for Trent Brown. Which, when they're not really doing much anyways, I'm not I'm not sure if that really matters. But he for some reason he was one of the I think the only player that wasn't in in a in a jersey of some sort. So, thought that was interesting. Yeah, it was really weird when he walked by. A little odd. Um, ben in Brooklyn wants to know. Uh, he said with the Bears that the design runs were new for Fields, and he wants t- wondering: Do you think there was extra motivation on the part of the Bears not to have Belichick pass Hallis on their watch? No. Yeah. I do you think that Matt Eberflus or Justin Fields 
gives a crap about George Hallis? Oh, I don't know. You never know. I mean, you want to go with one of those sort of corny, like, divine intervention kind of things? Like, but... (laughs) Do you think Justin Fields even knew that Bill Belichick had a chance to pass George Hallis on the all-time wins list? I don't know. I I, I know on this team, Bill comes up with stuff like that, like... You know, he'll give a little background on the coaches, their their tendencies, their backgrounds. I could see him talking about another coach saying, you know, this coach has a chance of passing. I could see Bill saying that to his team. I just don't think, you know, Iberflus in his first year as the head coach there. He's just trying to win games. And I think for Justin Fields, if there's any sort of extra motivation, it's that the Patriots didn't draft him. Bingo. They, I think that was ho- much higher on his list, was you, proving that you picked the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah, you scouted all of us. You were at my pro day, and you took Mac, and, and look at what you missed out on. Like I, I think that's way more motivation yeah. than George Hallis. Uh, well, I know players, they, they think that way. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to show you. Hmm. Yeah. We had uh, Vince Wilfork on one of those podcasts, Matt, Matt Smith and I, on Pats from the Past. Yeah. And he rattled off the 23 guys chosen ahead of him in the – First round, the I think he was twenty fourth. It's ringing a bell to me, but I might be off by. He rattled off the names yeah. of the guys like nothing. All the guys that two thousand four draft, of yeah. he, and he could tell you every guy, all the Miami guys. He was like, you know, he got drafted before me, like right. Every guy they remember they that remember. stuff. You know, you would think, oh, you know, you're in the league, you made your money, you had a great career, you won Super Bowls. They still remember that. Yeah, they still remember that, and they take it as a slight. Uh, all right, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, it was already? a fun two hours. What do we got going on after this? Catch twenty two, right? Yes, catch twenty two. Yeah, some more uh, more punting talk. I think Alex Barth would like to uh, reintroduce the punting top topic because he knows uh, Evan really likes it. This is one of those things that Alex will be like, "You got to give me two minutes on the punter." All right, I, I don't care oh what it God. is, but you got to give me two minutes to talk about the punter, and then two minutes becomes ten. Tell you, I'm oh, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> like Bill. He'll answer with like a seven minute answer. I know. I tried to get him. I was like, "Oh, I'll ask you a question about the Jets defense," because yeah, I thought maybe he would yeah. give me like a two paragraph answer. He and gave he me a, a, uh, a decent answer. He actually agreed with you. Well, yeah, I think, right? I think he wel- welcomed a question that wasn't about the quarterback. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> what I was trying trying to do you know yeah. give him give him something else to talk about all right um unfiltered live oh yes tomorrow we'll be on video tomorrow so not that we're not live today but we're just audio today tomorrow we'll be on video so we'll have paul we have to wear decent clothing okay i, I don't like that hoodie thing you're wearing yeah, yeah. I, I don't or like are you that. wearing purple yeah i don't like you don't you. like me wearing purple Mm-mm. no why it's not, not your color not my color mm-hmm. no just kidding okay <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's kidding. <laughs> ah, who knew? Sorry, yeah. not sorry. All right. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast.